Bam, we're live. Oh, no. The sign's sick, right? Yeah, the sign's really cool. It, it gives out. it a whole new vibe. Like behind you, how the glow on the cards and all this stuff. Did you fix that up behind you too? Uh, I there was there used to be box. The cards used to be over there, and then oh I just, yeah, I moved them over there. Yeah, it looks freaking awesome. Um, shoot, and this thing comes with a pretty fancy remote, but mm-hmm. I can't get it to work. It it worked for oh, all those are colors you could put on. Yeah, and it's got an on off switch, but now none of it works. It worked for like a minute. Uh, weird. I wonder why it doesn't. And it, oh, and I could dim. I could dim it. Well, no, I can't, but I could. It's not doing it. Yeah. All right, we'll have to check that out, look into it, because I think it'd be cool if you always played with the color and the brightness. Um, and then it has a thing where it even like will go through different colors. Oh, and it has different color temperatures. Yeah, it's fancy. Wow. This was one of Athena's friends who made this? That's freaking I don't know. But I know it looks freaking anyway, awesome. Anyway, the remote, the remote's trick. I bet yeah. you can get like another one of those remotes for pretty cheap. Is that the same Allison? Yeah. She just changed her picture. Swapped it up. Yeah, yeah. This is gonna, this is, this is gonna sound pretentious, but it's not. I guess it is pretentious. Hmm. I think I'm so much cooler because you guys got me this and I didn't do it myself. That's you know what fair. I mean? No, totally. This, this is like I got a blowjob instead of suck myself off. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Wait, did everybody? First of all, I would have never done anything this cool. You guys have to understand this thing is like, this thing is n- not a joke. It comes with a big steel bracket. Um, it, it's, it's pretty uh, fancy. It's like, can you wow, hear that? Wow! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like legit. It's like Rogue made it for me. Yeah. And yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And and the fact that I was thinking about how I was someone even got upset in the comments. I was poking fun at people like Sean Ryan or these people who like have these fancy sets. Or even even our homeboy oh, Patrick, even Patrick Bed David, except his isn't over the top. But you know, just where they have the stack bottles and the mood lighting and just all that shit. Yeah, like a bunch of dumb books behind them or something. Like smart. <laughs> well, no, it it's just kind of like I get wanting to. I like I just like Joe Rogan shit. I just like the, I I truly believe that's just shit on a desk. And it's like you kind of want it to be clean and you want a certain kind of image, but you don't want to go over the top. Yeah, start you start to kind of look like a poser, <laughs> and you know, and I, and even even like the thing, and I wasn't in the military, so I don't know how those guys talk. But like when when I when I share times with Caleb, Caleb does all the times in military time. Like I'll be like, hey, can we do a show at I know you know at, at two, and he's like, yeah, sixteen hundred is perfect, or fourteen hundred is perfect. I'm like, okay, but like in Jocko's show, when he's like, I'm here with Echo Charlie seven four seven three, and it's like dark and moon. Just part of me is like. It just takes away from the authenticity right away for me. Mm. But maybe it is how they really are. Mm. But anyway, I just feel like this is so authentic. It's just like, yeah, the homies did this. Yeah, that's cool. Um, it was it was quite the test of my patience. Um, Getting it up? Yeah, <laughs> it, it, yeah putting it up with because my boys were in here. Uh, 
And they really want they really want to be on the podcast so bad. That's awesome. And so they're like sitting in the chairs and they're like, So uh Hiller, when's the last time you shaved your back? They're like saying stuff like that. And he's like, they're like, Suzo, and like and that because I have those mics over there and it's <laughs> And they're like touching shit on my desk. <laughs> One of my son Joseph goes, "This room's not fun because everything in here belongs to Heidi." Meaning, that's funny. To, yeah, like he knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, did we reach twenty-one thousand? Oh, did we do it? Hold on, it'll drop back down, dip back up, drop back yeah. as as YouTube plays with our hearts. <laughs> Jethro's birthday's coming up in two days, March twentieth. Wow, you know yeah. Jethro's birthday, huh? Jethro's. Look at you. Got a little birthday calendar over there? Yeah, let me see. Birthday um, calendar shout out. Jethro, March 20th. For $2.99, guys, you could get a cameo of Savon on your phone. Yeah, you want me to <laughs> you want me to uh, you want me to wish happy? Yeah, $2.99, I'll wish you happy birthday. Oh, $2.99. I do it, but I pay you. I give you a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell everybody you paid me. That's how that works. I um in our thread this morning, there's the, the games is getting tore up. <laughs> thread. You saw that shit just pouring in this morning? Yeah. I usually ignore that thread, and then when I sit down, I'll, like, go up to the next the text that I recognize, and then I'll just read through the whole thing. Because there's just so much going on. It's hard to, like, stay on top of it. What's crazy is I thought half these people, like, sucked to love the games. And they I don't know if we corrupted them or they finally saw the light, but they're like, yeah, t- today's show is going to be fun. Oh, um... I think we have to move. I think we should move Sunday show to oh four four p.m. Yeah, we should tell Tetlow, and yeah. then we need to and then we need to respond to Colton Mertens also. I'll, I'll remind you after the show. You don't have to worry. I'll remind you. I got. I didn't open the text messages. Okay. So don't don't stress. Um, uh, Philip Kelly's coming on today. Uh, Philip is a guy who's been on the show. You guys know him in the comments, and uh, Philip. God, it's poor. Oh shit! I forgot my coffee. Son of a bitch. Go grab it. That's okay. Uh, well, my wife, um, I'm just, uh, I'll have her bring it. I forgot my coffee. It's funny. My eyes are, I noticed my eyes were starting to close. Like I was falling asleep and I was about to take a sip of my coffee. <laughs> um, can you bring to me? Show you. Uh, it looks so much cooler with that. The lighting it does? behind you. Yeah. It How really about when does. I lean back? Yeah. 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 That's nice. Um, And uh, y- y- you know what I did is, I had a shallower depth of field, so I would only be in focus when I'm up here, but I kind of, I, I changed it. For those of you aperture ge- geeks, I was at one four, one eight, and I switched it to two eight. I have morning voice today. No, yeah. I've been, I, I've been, I've had some since for three years now, I've had some sort of uh, <laughs> ailment. It's the start of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I feel like for three years now, since COVID came out, I've had COVID. So that, that, that brings me to a very interesting thing. So there's this city. Some of you are going to find this completely fucking unbelievable, but I'm telling you it's true. There's this city south of us. It's like three, it, it, three or 400 miles south of uh, um, Azusa and myself. And it, it is, um, it's one of the most influential cities in the world. And people there during COVID actually locked themselves in their house for a year <laughs> and two years. And I don't mean like a hundred people. I don't mean outliers. I mean by the tens of fucking thousands. These people actually believe the pandemic was real. By the way, I want to tell you, going back to the polio thing, the polio thing was even a bigger hoax than COVID. And here's why. 
COVID, you actually had to eat sugar for 30 years straight for it to be fucking dangerous for you I, 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 or five years straight, whatever. You had to drink four Mountain Dews every single day for four years before it would kill you or 30 years, right? And there was other shit you could do too. You didn't have, didn't have to be just Mountain Dew. Don't anyone get all fall into the weeds. It's the spirit of what I'm saying is right. So you basically, you had to have a lifestyle where you were complicit in your demise. So the, basically for 10 years or 20 years, you had to watch TV and, and just eat Cheetos and Coke and then that shit killed you, right? So you were complicit right? Then, then they gave you the final a piece that killed you, right? So you had to do all of these steps and practice all of their rituals. And then they released a virus into the air and it fucking killed the people who followed that ritual. Fucking polio. All you had to do was just eat healthy food because they sprayed the fucking poison on the fucking food for you. But they didn't, but to, to kill moths. Now, don't get me wrong. They didn't do it on purpose. I, I don't think for a fucking second they're like, okay, we're going to spread lead and arsenic and DDT. And then we're going to give them a mercury based fucking vaccine. And then it's going to kill, you know, we're going to release. It didn't, it wasn't like that. Right. But at least that, like you, you, you it was on your, it was on your food. You, and you were fucked. Everything, everything had um, arsenic and lead in it, milk, the meat, everything, man. They sprayed down the entire fucking country with that shit. And so, and then, the, and then those people, that's what that, what that allowed is that allowed polio to go from your gut into your bloodstream and uh, then your toast. And then they, of course, then they released the vaccine and then the vaccine started killing people. Um, I, I hate to, uh, Oh, going back to Philip Kelly. So Philip Kelly's coming on. Philip Kelly got COVID, was in the hospital for four, uh, 40 days, muscle manos, unconscious. They brought him back from the fucking dead. He's lucky to be alive. Uh, uh, CrossFitter. And then we had him on the show. And then about two months ago, or three months ago, I don't even know how long ago, he um, got on, uh, hooked up with California Hormones. And so it's been like two or three or four months and he's been, he's been, um, uh, been on the California hormones, uh, TRT regiment. So he's coming on the show in uh, five minutes and he'll give us an update on like, Hey, what's up? Was it good? Is it bad? Is he glad he did it? I'll tell you what, he looks fucking amazing. I hate to judge a book by its cover, but he looks like a boss. Oh, Moss days. He says more days. Moss days. Every time we talk about it, I always, I like, I get really jealous of the like waking up with a ton of energy and yeah, yeah, uh, like not having any fog and stuff like that. Because I would, I would, I would love to have more like clarity and energy throughout the day. So, so there's this uh, 496. That me too. There's this city called Los Angeles, and people there fucking were tripping. This is a city where they did they've done um uh, two shots and three boosters already at least. I'm not, I'm not joking. It's it's like legit skit and it's the hive. I call it the hive. And people there are so fucking scared. Um so anytime you hear anyone who dies who's in Hollywood, you have to kind of assume that they um they had the vaccine. Do, do you remember the black guy he was in um Chad Wick and he was in the wire? I'll show you a picture of him in a sen- in a second. His name's Lance um Lance yeah, Reddick. He just passed away at age 60, right? Yeah, he just died. Yeah. This is a post from his Instagram. It's pretty funny. It says the U.S. Postal Service created a stamp with a picture of President Trump, but the new but the new stamp was not sticking to envelopes. 
envelopes, envelopes, envelopes. The stamp wasn't sticking to envelopes. This this enraged President Trump, who demanded a full investigation after weeks of testing and one point seven million in congressional spending. A special presidential commission presented the following findings. The stamp is in perfect order. There is nothing wrong with the adhesive. People are spitting on the wrong side. <laughs> Get it? Yeah, that's pretty funny, though. <laughs> uh, let's go to Lance's homepage so you can see Lance. So uh, to, this last week, um, uh, Lance Reddick died of natural causes. He's toast. Oh, that's a bummer. And I think it's because he took the orange man's vaccine. That's what I'm going to guess. Anyone who dies in the hive early, I'm going to give you a pass. You can just think that. And if everyone's like, you fucking, you guys all think blah, blah, blah. Well, just tell me how many, how many, right, uh, how many right-wing people who aren't in the hive are we seeing die? How come it's all the people that are the sudden death people who are dying that are, that are hivers? They're all, they're all in the hive. Yeah. You can't be, you can't be in um, Hollywood unless you get that shit. It's crazy. The jab brought to you by the orange man. Yeah. What, what is uh what, what Spiegel's um, crumble cookie? What's the deal with that? She eats crumble cookie. The Danny yeah. Spiegel. Is it an official sponsorship now? I don't think it was official before. And she would just kind of like bring them out and like eat the cookies. And then I think <coughs> now it, there might be some sort of official partnership. What a boss she is. What, yeah. How amazing are you that you just fucking say something like that and the next thing you know, they're your sponsor? Yeah. I don't know if it was a long-term thing or... Yeah, The Wire. I wonder I wonder if COVID's just a conspiracy to kill um, uh, 60-year-old black men. Hey, I saw someone sent me a meme and, it's, and it shows a guy doing skull crutchers. You know that exercise, skull crushers. Yeah. Because when when I tell people I I love skull crushers, they think I mean this, but really I mean. And then it cuts to Danny Spiegel running, and it's just like a shot of her thighs. <laughs> <laughs> you get it, like eating at the Y skull crush. You get it. I get it. Lunch at the Y. <laughs> anyway, I thought it was pretty good. I don't get the girls who eat thing. No, all that's just that's just woke shit. That's like like trying to take. Like it's okay, we eat, and that goes back to the thing of like just being concerned about what this message us women are told. No, not not you women are told that. Yeah. Chicks like Little House in the Prairie weren't told any of that shit. <laughs> hey, so yesterday I, I got this picture of this chick who's very attractive, and she's sitting on a bed with her dog with a boxer. Okay. And she sent it to me in my DMs, and it says, "Wait, um, like a like." A picture of her on the bed with the dog? Yeah, she's sitting on the edge of the like, bed with her dog. Oh, so it's her. not like a like seductive photo. I mean, no, not pro she she probably didn't mean it to be seductive, but I'm so easily <laughs> seduced it doesn't yeah, yeah, even yeah. matter. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's wearing shorts and I can see her legs and, and she has really <laughs> nice legs. I'll tell you that. Anyway, <laughs> and she's pretty and she has crazy thick hair and she's young. And she writes to me saying, Hey, I listened to your show, asshole. And you're always making comments that that um, you like your women uh, like 150 pounds, and I weigh 180. And I just want to tell you that, like, basically, like I have a good body and I'm 180. And now you say you hate boxers, and uh, uh, and and I'm showing you that I'm basically 180 and hot, and I have a boxer. And I'm thinking, listen, listen, motherfucker, 
Oh, I, I, I fucking love a three. I would love a 300. I, I, I would consider if I, if there was a 350 pound fucking six foot eight woman who wanted to fucking bathe with me, I would beg my wife for a pass. <laughs> like the chick we met at Safeway in uh, yeah. Newport. Yeah. And I'm like, Hey, can we follow her around Safeway? Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah, exactly. You were fascinated yes. by her. Yes. That would not be yes. any of the normal, you know, stereotypes. Yes. That yes. Yeah. We were in Newport and there was a six foot chick who was like, she was, it was like Andre, the giant sister. She was, she didn't even look human. And she had the biggest tits and biggest ass. She was massive. She may have been a 400 pound woman. And I wanted to talk to her so fucking bad. <laughs> I felt my loins. I felt uh, improper feelings, like physically. And someone thinks that like 180, let me tell you something. But I do fucking boxers or shit dogs. But you're hot and I don't <laughs> give a fuck if you're 180. My, when my wife puts, my wife's one of those chicks when if she puts on a pound, it goes straight to her titties. Now the downside is, is if she fucking does CrossFit, her titties goes away. But if my if my wife went from one thirty seven to one fifty seven, her tits go from would be D. She'd put fucking eighteen pounds of that B on her tits and two pounds on her ass. Oh my goodness, that's tell, hilarious. Tell me that I fucking don't like a chick that's one eighty. Philip, what's up, dude? What's up, guys? <laughs> what's going on, man? Is that a gym in your house? Or yeah, it's it's in the house. Yeah, it's my <laughs> Well, you've just seen Sevon's living room. That's about close. So <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, actually, I uh there's so much that you can't see uh from this angle, but on the other side over there, I have a GHD machine, rower, um, echo bike, a sled, actually two sleds. Um, oh nice. What sled yeah, do you have? What sled do you have? We talked about this before. Um it's it's some shitty sled that somebody made that i bought for 30 bucks whatever yeah yeah that's awesome i i i spent just a fucking small fortune on a sled it just recently it was 300 for the sled and then 110 for the shipping oh the yeah shipping. See, like and my mom saw it and my, and my i'm 51 and my mom yelled at me you have no business buying that you have three kids yeah i got that <laughs> that thing i got that thing yeah that's, yeah. that's nice it is that's my dumb. straps never showed up though but i paid for them so that so I so I have a sled that's similar to that, and then the other one that I have is kind of like a, um, I think it's what's that one called? That's not the dog sled, right? I think that's it's a, a dog like the one like the cheapest dog. I got like the cheapest yeah. dog. Okay, maybe it was three hundred eighty bucks that, make that you can just drag around with like a a strap or something. Yeah. I have one similar to that. That's the one that somebody made, and um, I love dragging that thing around my neighborhood. It, it's great for anybody, but like for me. Are you embarrassed right. when you drag it out? I'm kind of, no. even though I no, no, live no. kind of in the country, I'm a little embarrassed. I'm about to take this thing in my front yard today and I'm a little yeah. embarrassed. Um, embarrassed. No, I'm not embarrassed. I, I do do it. Like one of my neighbors said, Oh, you dragged it around on the pavement. They just repaved out here. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to ruin the pavement with this thing. Who said that to you? Your wife? A neighbor. Oh yeah. Oh good. Yeah. I thought about that too. What are my neighbors? I got those plastic things for the bottom. Well, you're better than me. I don't have anything on the bottom. It scrapes. It's, it's a little bit loud. It's not super loud though, but, um, I'm not ruining the pavement. There's so much no more way. things that come across the street than my little sled. That's flat. Yeah. It doesn't even make a mark. I bet. No, it doesn't. Does mark it? Yeah, no, no way. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make a mark. No, but so like, I, I like to do it. Um, well, I really would like to motivate some of the other. Uh, what is that? A map? What is happening there? This is this is so. My address got given out on air. 
got given up. Who'd you do that? Rogue, Rogue, I'm gonna sue Rogue. Rogue gave my address <laughs> out on the air. Dear, yeah, that was Rogue, sure. Dear Bill and Katie. Yeah, I was fucking around on the Rogue website, and the fucking Logan or whatever the guy's name is, who I was in the chat with, gave out my. We should do a bit where I fuck. We should do a bit where I fuck with the Rogue live chat once a week. Oh, that would be incredible. Uh, so, so, so they gave out my address, and and then this came in the mail. No signature. No, I know who sent it. I know who sent it. It came with the love note. Awesome. Yeah, look it. Look it. There he is. I didn't want to say who sent it, but this dude sent it. (laughs) It's it's Corey. Alan Alan uh, Kestenbaum. It's 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 a girl. He he. It's a really thoughtful note that he sent it with, but it's like all the shit I like. Right? It's bugs and fruit trees and titties. It's crazy. Where's the penis? It's crazy. crazy. I'm in denial still. It's crazy thoughtful. I just realized it goes like this. She's laying on her back. Oh, yeah. Well, she's yours. You can make her do whatever you want. (laughs) That's That's very kind of you. I was was actually, I told my wife that the other day. I remember when you were young and I could do whatever I wanted with you. (laughs) (laughs) How'd that go over? She ignores me. (laughs) Yeah. The toxic masculinity. (laughs) Oh man. Uh, hey, I'm glad that I you did her, that little one. I told her, I told her too, Philip. I said, Hey, uh, I still, it, be, between my ears, I still do whatever I want with you. But I want you to know, I never make you do anything in there that you haven't actually done in real life. So <laughs> just so you know, that makes it good. Hey, I'm glad that sign worked out, dude. It was awesome. Crazy, right? Yeah. Dude, you have no idea when you, when your show goes off. Yeah. The Sevanistas don't stop in the chat. It just carries right on over <laughs> offline. You have to no where? Idea. To where? Should I say? I don't I, think so. You should keep it a secret. It just carries on. Do people know? know? It, is it is it public where it happens? Uh, in some former sense, but you have to be invited to be able to to sit oh, with us. You know shit. what I'm saying? Yeah. Is is it on a plat? It's it's on a social media platform, or does it? Yeah. Wow. No, I don't yeah, look at Audrey uh, says don't tell. Wow. I know. I'm not, not gonna tell. I, I've got the <laughs> chat with Dave kill me, right? Uh, but like I somebody during your birthday show, what's his name? Uh Chris. Uh I can't say his last name. Uh he commented in there and was like, Wait, where is this happening at? And I saw him say that, so I messaged him after the show and said, Do you want to be added? And I said, I gotta warn you, it's a lot. Haley knows. Haley's in there. She yeah, she's told me some shit. I didn't know it was like that though. Allison NYC is in there. Um, I do the least cool shit ever when the show's over. I go inside. I no no. Let me just pause you right there. Okay. People watch people watch reality shows. Yeah. People people the Osbournes was like the first hit reality show. Yeah. People are fascinated by seeing inside other people's homes. If you think people don't want to see inside your home and watch a day in the life of you with your boys, you're crazy. You could have a reality show. Dude, I walk I walk from here into the kitchen and I eat old cold eggs out of a pan with a spoon while yelling at the boys to get in the van. It's like like almost like and then I ask Haley, can I finish their oatmeal too? She says yeah. And I have two more scoops of oatmeal, and then we get in the van and we drive away. Uh, it's it's riveting. The dad life. Fucking. 
It's. Have you and got, then I text have you with mom. The I got the dumbbell, dude. Did you lift it? N- uh, well, not not over my head, dude. It's, build cra- build it's it crazy. I had just done um, a pretty intense deadlift workout for myself with 185, like maybe two days ago, and and Andrew kind of was making fun of me that like I shouldn't be like yanking heavy shit off the ground. I, uh, my impression was more than once a week, so I'm trying to show some fucking discipline and not yeah. put the dumbbell overhead for at least three or four more days. Yeah, maybe. Maybe not that heavy. <laughs> I, Dude, I, it's, uh, cra- it's crazy big. I mean, I moved it around my garage, and like I, like I, you know, and you pick a dumbbell yeah. up, and you kind of like throw it like four inches, and then pick it up and throw it four inches. I did that with it, and I yeah. put it over next to the 60 and 70, yeah. and it. I heard it laughing at the 70. I heard it, <laughs> <laughs> you little bitch. I was like, wow. I, I mostly uh, have been doing all dumbbell stuff uh, since since my little you know escapade with COVID. But um, <clears throat> it's funny. I feel like, gosh, this is the worst. Not the worst. I feel kind of like Gary Roberts getting ready to come onto your podcast because I'm like, shit. I, I feel like I have to like, I need to go like run a, a half marathon and PR stuff for for someone. You know, I need to like show all these things, but. I know it's not really like that, but it's definitely not like that. I know it's not. I already know it's not. I mean, I've talked with you and I already know, but, um, but so I just kind of laugh about that. I won't, uh, as far as Gary Roberts goes, uh, I won't talk about the lovings cause I know the chat will go crazy with that too. But, um, the love, geez, Louise. I didn't know anybody calls it that. I've never, <laughs> that shit really, that shit really complicates his life. Such an emphasis. Please. That shit's supposed to be fun and chill. It stressed me out listening to it. <laughs> I, I, I like the reason why you're married is so like if you're having a bad day, you can just go over and just like put your face in boobs and just take a few deep breaths. That's it. That, I mean, it's just like having your own boobs in the house. You don't have to get all weird. You don't got to like demand a lot from them. Just yeah. Yeah. Let's Kenneth to Let's be honest. Gary's a sex. Ed. Yeah, I think maybe. I think maybe. Might have been. Yeah, maybe. There just shouldn't maybe, be like a big the TRT, st- like uh, No, no, it. he's always been like this. He's always been That's like true this. Because he, he's his off first it marriage it hasn't changed. His first marriage went away because um uh Lovins. Lovins. Or lack of. Or or just just what he just he just has to change his story. Like don't be don't don't like he's changing it. I mean his internal story. Yeah. When will you have Gary's wife on? Wow. Oh, you think, you think that that's David. That's uh, what value does show. Philip bring to the thank show? Thank you, David. Oh, thank you. Okay. So that's part of the, my, my mentioning Gary and feeling like this pressure beforehand. So um, hold on one second, Philip. I just got to add this. Uh, Jessica T seven. That was one of the best descriptions of marriage I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, right. it's like, when I walk through the house, I just stare at my wife's butt and I'm just better. I don't even, I don't have to say anything. I don't have to want more. Maybe I'll like gratuitously rub against her. I'll smell her neck. I'll kiss her neck. But it's just like, you just have your own flowers in the house. It's like, just, it's just your good shit. Don't fuck it up. 
Okay. Uh, oh, recovering sex uh, sex ad, ad, addict. You are, minus, huh? Minus the reco- oh, he's a recovery? Or I thought he was saying That's the way I took it. Okay, sorry, Phil. What were you going to say? That's all I was going to say is uh, this week, actually, when Bruce posted the schedule and it had Josh Bridges and then the affiliate episode and then me today, uh, there was a there was a not-so-friendly comment in the comments there on Instagram. And uh, I couldn't help About myself. you? About you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, like, uh, what, what? who's that dude, and why is he fucking it up? It was more or less... Because uh, the, the first comment said, I love Bridges, love the affiliate series. I don't... I'm not familiar with Philip Kelly, but um, I'm sure I'll, I'll find out more about him or something like that. And somebody <laughs> else commented and said, don't worry, you're not missing anything. I still don't know why he gets a show. And I'm like... Holy shit! And uh, I'm like, well, first of all, I don't get a show, okay? This is like a check-in, more or less. Um, but I was like, I just... Because Taylor pays him, because Taylor pays him I to know. come on wearing that hat. I'm trying to get sponsored any way that I can. Well, semi-sponsored here, CrossFit, wherever, you know? Um, yeah, Taylor sponsors me. Uh, but anyways... What uh, savages? People are savages. I know. So I just, I responded, and I just said, you're great. <laughs> And, Wait, that uh, whole like, oh, there it is. No, it's still there. It's still <laughs> there. And, and don't don't put it up, Susan. I don't want to like. Who is it? Who is it? You don't want to dox them. Who is it, Susan? Who said it? It's it's nobody you know. It's nobody oh, that oh. I know either. Oh. Yeah, but um, well, here's the thing. Here's what it is. Oh gosh. Uh, I ended up saying, look, because I figured she probably doesn't know about my story or anything. It's a good right. looking girl. And so, it is. It's a like, sweet piece of ass, too. Yeah, so I you said, got fucked up by a hot chick. That's the worst. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. So I said, accept my follow request so that I can message you and I can tell you. So she did. I messaged her and I said, look, basically, I had this shitty battle with COVID. Um, came out of it. Simon had heard about it, had me on the show to talk about it. Uh, now I've started uh, working with California hormones. And so he likes for me to check in and give him updates basically. And uh, so we, 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 we chatted a little bit. She said that uh, she, that I was right. She hadn't seen the episodes before. And um, the only thing that she knew of me was the comments and my uh, infamous call into the Jason Khalifa interview. Oh yeah. That was great. That was great. And, and then Tom and, so, won, and so then, then Tom had to try to big dick you by calling in on the Rich Show. I, I wasn't going to call in on the Rich Show, but uh, Sarah Cox, I, we love you, Philip. Yeah, 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 Sarah. Hey, what's up? I'm going to see you on Tuesday. Does anyone um, call you Phil or Philip? My people in my family call me Phil. Yeah, I could see her doing it with her accent, with her Australian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, anyways, well, like, you know, of course, that of course, I was as soon as I heard, as soon as I read that she. Only knew of the Khalifa call. I thought, of course, because this thing can't. I can't escape this thing. I, I feel like I tweeted Khalifa nineteen seriously, and it, I just it, you didn't mostly, say anything. But you didn't say anything bad. Most I haven't heard anything really negative negative feedback from what I said, <laughs> and that was actually why I called in because I didn't want to give the impression that I'm just making these comments in a chat. That's why I called in and said, I'm a person. I'm willing to talk to you. And this is where I'm coming from. But, uh, okay, so I, here's, I just, I just, here's the truth. Philip, Philip needed more attention because of his California hormone sponsor. Thanks. Yeah. 
He was going to lose his sponsorship with California Hormones, so he had to draw more attention to himself. So he told him he better call in and fuck with Kalipa so that he can become infamous. We know the four ways of getting attention. One, a show ass. Yeah, Philip's <laughs> not quite there yet. Two, I do something infamous. This morning. I could do that for you. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Sarah Cox, thank you. By the way, uh, there is a website, cahormones.com. You go there. You type in the uh, uh, discount code word or the free consultation word or the code word, uh, Sevon, S-E-V-A-N, and you get a free doctor's consultation. And if you're in California, you will also get free blood work if, if, if you're near their mothership, which is in Newport, California. But I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but it sounds like there's another office about to open in California that's uh, three or 400 miles north of Newport. Um, so, so they're going to expand, which is pretty fucking uh, awesome. But basically, Philip had Philip did that. Philip went to them. Uh, went, you went down to Newport, right? Mm-hmm. How many months ago was that? It was, I did my blood work. I can't remember if it was at the, it's probably near the beginning of December because I started at the end of December. Okay, so uh, uh, January, February, March. Uh, so you're you so three basically three or four months ago you went down to Newport and for the last three months you've been taking TRT that was prescribed to you from California Hormones. Correct. Yeah, that's fucking that's what that's wild. Yeah. Uh, uh, no worries, Philip. I got my own charity show simply for donating. You're far more uh, worthy, <laughs> Dylan Val. Oh, that's right. Dylan was on a show, right? I forgot about that. We could, probably should have him on again. Uh, Corey Leonard, Phil's uh, name is actually Carol Robbins. How come, how come I don't get that? It's probably a chat, chat inside it joke. Is. It is. Oh, next. Oh, Arizona too. Okay, so we're gonna wow. be able to get free blood work oh, for all good, sorts of because people. Because if I move to Arizona, that'll be awesome. Are you thinking about that? <clears throat> Maybe. Mm. I can't. Uh, everybody that. Everybody loves the weather here in California, and that's fine and dandy. But all of the other stuff that you have to deal with, it's so ridiculous. Um, and people, it's just, when I go to other states that aren't uh, over-legislated like California is, it just feels different to me. And I've lived outside of California before, so I know that there's that this isn't the only way, right? And when I like when I go visit my dad in Arizona, I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's just a, such a different feeling. Vibe when you go to the, when you go out somewhere, it just feels different to me than out here. I feel like here there's just so many rules and like, oh, I can't do this, can't do that. I might offend Man somebody state. if you say this, and it's like, you guys are so soft. Like go to go to Chicago, you're gonna get your feelings hurt. Go to Wad Zombie. If Philip were a burger, what type of burger would he be? Jeez, Louise, Wad Zombie. Oh. Okay, yeah, I got yeah, my Wad bigger. Zombie. I got my uh, new cards. Uh, Ariel Lowen. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. I slept with this last night. Did you see made for this episode? <laughs> and then uh, Ben Ben Smith. That's a Legends card. Yeah. yeah I didn't, Ben, I didn't sleep with your card. I showered with you, though. Don't feel bad. Awesome. But I slept with the Ariel Lowen card. My wife's like, what's this? I'm like, oh, I don't know. How'd that get in here? Yeah, that's weird. Come on, Ariel. Uh, uh, Philip would be a nothing burger. Someone, yeah, uh, that's it. yeah, nothing burger. Uh, I thought Dave, uh, wad, wad, nothing burger. Oh, shit, I can't find it. Did you see the, did you look at the thumbnail that Nick made for this episode? Uh, uh no, is it up? Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's been up. 
it's a brokeback mountain. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, at least you're at least you're the handsome one. I don't know. You look pretty good there. Oh please. You look like you fucking you look like you're addicted to meth and I'm the old guy who tricked you into fucking me. A uh, Corey Leonard, by the way, that's an actual phenomenon, by the way. I, I, I had a bunch of friends in college who were into meth and ended up taking cock to get more meth. Not a bunch, <laughs> but two in particular. Uh Phil's name is okay. Hey, so how is it going? Um are are, are you are you enjoying the journey? Three three yeah, months? It's going good. Yeah, it's going good. Um more of the same, like we talked about last time. Um, I mentioned, and, and Susan just mentioned it earlier about like brain fog and feeling better. That's, that's more or less like my main goal of, of behind this. Um, as far as training goes, especially with me getting, I'll say older, but it's not to offend anybody that's older than me, but, um, as I'm getting older and after everything that I've gone through, my priorities have changed as far as when I'm training and what I want out of it. Um, PRing things look different to me these days than they used to. And so uh, I don't have a desire to have an amazing Fran time per se. Um, like I'm like, let's try it just with dumbbells or something and, you know, just switch up things. And I, I, so anyways, my priorities have somewhat changed as far as my training, but um, the first time I was on, even you were trying to get out of me and I couldn't, I don't know. I was having like probably brain fog at the time, but like you were, you were more or less saying that I would like to be a source for people um, who may have gone through similar journeys. And that's correct. What I have found throughout this is that um, there's a lot of people who don't want help or they don't want to put in the work. And, uh, and that's just from being in different private groups on Facebook for people who have had COVID. Um, so you've 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 been on on group chats like that, like or you've been on like a Facebook page where I've people are talking about groups. COVID, and you're like, hey, just so you know, I got on testosterone, and this shit's fucking awesome, and I work out, you know, seven days a week, and people are like, fuck off, get out of here, we don't need your. Well, advice. here's the thing with that is, <laughs> hey, I'm not surprised. By the way, I'm not like I know, I know they're they're private. Facebook I'm not groups. surprised, and most of the people, they just had COVID, and now they say that they have no energy um here's an example for you and this this drives me nuts somebody will post in there one hour and 45 minutes i'm completely exhausted and then i'll respond and say what what is one hour and 45 minutes and they say oh i walked a mile and i'm like it took you an hour and 45 minutes to walk a mile why are you walking a mile then and uh I'm like, why don't you start out with something? Dude, shorter? I would, anyone would be exhausted. The fittest person in the world would be exhausted if they took an hour and 45 minutes to, to walk a mile. That's a lot of fucking, and that person probably weighed 400 pounds. That's a lot of time on your fucking feet. 100%. And, um, you know, I try to get these people to see, like, I, I don't, I don't really comment a lot in there. It's more or less so I can see what people are saying. And I, I don't want to dog on these people, but a lot of them come across to me with having a victim mentality just because they got COVID and now all of a sudden their life is over. And I'm like, you're doing too much. If it takes you that long to walk a mile, you're don't walk a mile. Go walk to the street and then back inside your house 20 times in an hour or something or in half of your day. Anyhow, so 
<clears throat> it's I try not to be aggressive. I, I like to. I would like to help those people, but I'm not. I'm not pushy, and that's not my style. Even when I coach CrossFit, it's not my style to scream and yell at somebody to try to motivate them. Um, and so uh, that's. It's just not my style. But anyways, with the with the TRT stuff, I mean, I, I tell everybody, like I tell all these other dads around me, like that I'm doing this. And that it has helped me and explain to them what different things it has helped with. And um, it piques their interest. But a lot of these guys also don't don't train like how us CrossFitters do. They're not used to it. And they don't, they don't train. Look at this, and Connor. So, I met a guy like that at the airport recently. He had a stroke after the shot and was in coma for a month. Damn. It's crazy how many stories are like that. But you didn't have the shot. You just, you got just no, fucked no, no, up no, from. No. Well, I didn't, right? We talked about that last time. I wasn't vaccinated when I got sick. Right. And then later on, I ended up getting the jab, but I didn't yeah. get any boosters or anything. Even though my pulmonologist was, I don't know how many times he brought it up in my appointment. And I just laughed and said, dude, I'm not doing it. Hey, they now know, it's, they now know conclusively, by the way, that the more shots you get, the more likely you are to get blood clots. It's it's in the Pfizer I should, documentation. I should, make I, another, um, I should make another appointment with him just to see if he brings it up. And I po I posted it. it. Um, um, the brain fog thing is interesting. So um, I I mean you don't have any signs of brain fog to me. I mean I'm no fucking doctor or psychiatrist, but um you look good. Um are, are you are you training five six days a week, seven days a week? At, at least six. Yeah. Sweat you sweat every day. I don't get to train. How's your How's your lung capacity? Can you could you do a uh, could you do a sixty five pound Fran in ten minutes? Oh yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. And guess what? If I was going to do Fran with a barbell, I probably would do sixty five pounds. Yeah, I'd do forty five. Uh, just for, for context fucking... too, for people yeah. like I know I put on like some size or whatever, and I look good. Um, yeah, but the lungs you are look still great. Somewhat of an issue. Thanks, man. What um, are your lungs good. are? What are they, dude? I don't know. No, 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 no. I'm says, no, no. I'm saying. I'm asking you. You said. Oh, I said. What are still an issue? Oh, your lungs? Yeah, my lungs. Yeah. Uh, I just did. Hey, dude! So a ten-minute Fran with sixty-five pounds is uh, <clears throat> has got to put you in the one percentile of the of the world's population. Now I'm gonna have to try it. I'll let you know what I do. Yeah, I kind of want to try it too. I want to try it at the bar maybe today. Uh, yeah. I'm curious. What do what have you done as far as like a like try to rebuild the aerobic capacity? Have you like targeted any of that stuff with like yeah? Um, so I actually, or um, well, so here's the thing: I wanted to be smart about it, and I actually have uh, I've had a Zoom call with uh, Hinshaw and oh, um, wow. and spoken with him, and he's really fascinated by the idea that well, what happens when I train is in in a metcon my oxygen uh, levels drop and that's okay. But what I try to watch for is how fast they recover and it comes, my lungs recover and the oxygen comes back up. So mm -hmm. um, he was, he found it odd that my pulmonologist would say that my lungs are at about 90% and then my oxygen is dropping. And I said, well, it, it seems like it makes sense to me. And he said, it doesn't make sense to me because somebody can have like 100% usage of one lung and then 
40% usage of their other lung and their oxygen doesn't drop. Hmm. And he goes, your doctor is saying yours are at 90%, but your oxygen still drops. And he said, and he goes, and, and he's like, who knows? All of this COVID stuff is nobody really knows, you know, just yet. And uh, so he he gave me stuff to work on. And then uh, because I, I would like to build more capacity that way as far as just like just overall endurance. Now, as you know, the weather here in California has not been the best. Yeah, it's been hella raining. I feel rainy. like it's been raining since December. Yeah, for sure. And um, did Hinshaw cool. say anything about you being on TR? Did Hinshaw say anything to you about being on TRT? I had just started. Oh, I'd be so morning. curious what he thinks. Or maybe about I hadn't even started yet because uh, I spoke to him mid-December. It was a it was a birthday gift. I my mom got it for me. She said, "What do you want for your birthday?" I said, "I want this. You can do one on one." zoom calls with uh chris Hinshaw. that's cool yeah so anyhow. we should have him back on i would i'd love to I, we need to pick his brain he was he's a great fucking guest dude it was only supposed to be a 30 minute zoom call we talked for over an hour yeah uh, and, uh, he's a wad good zombie says T trt brings your testosterone levels up uh, to where they were when you were younger they increase your boners um and uh they make muscle recovery better and uh increase muscle retention more uh energy on less sleep sign yeah. me up is that accurate susan you gotta be able to handle the blood work then oh yeah. god i knew you're gonna say that Get any downside philip sometimes the injection might hurt a little bit if it's in an area where you recently pinned but do you think you're excited and motivated by it? Like, like when I got that 80 pound dumbbell, like, I, like now, like I'm excited. Like I'm invigorated. I'd be excited if I got new equipment too. Regardless but is the, of, is the know. test. And I'm kind of like that. If when I take creatine too, I mix it in a cup. I'm kind of excited. Like, do you feel an obligation to be a better you since you're on it? Mm, I No, it doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> cross my mind that way because I already, I already have that mentality anyways of every day trying to, I want to be able to wake up feeling as best as possible so that I can take on my day, not just my workout, but the entire day. And so a lot of stuff plays into that, you know, my diet, um, my sleep, uh, whether or not I drink alcohol. Um, I started fasting on Sundays too. Oh, badass. Uh, actually, this, this Sunday is going to be my fourth weekend doing it. Uh, I've wow. Been, I've been talking a lot with um, Eric from the chat about it. He, he's just over in Lodi. And so... Uh, him and Eric I, Wise? Yeah. Oh, he's close. Yeah, so we text he's each close. other and like, like on Sundays, you know, we're like texting. I'm like, actually, I'm doing pretty good, you know, or whatever. And uh, except for a couple of weeks ago, my wife, she sent me to get her tacos on Sunday. And I was like, no way. I have to go in here and pick up this food and it smelled so good. Oh, you but did I, it. Oh yeah, I did it. And then and then later on I was like, oh, those tortilla chips look so good sitting there. And I, I love tortilla chips. Just dude, keep those away. I'll eat the whole and thing. And your brain's like my brain will be like, just eat. You can do it. You can do this tomorrow. I, I almost did when those chips were they were staring me down, but I was like, I can do it. It's like almost bedtime too, right? And then what I found though, and I think Eric too. When I wake up on Monday, sometimes like I'm waking up at like 3.45 and not, not because for me anyways, not because I'm hungry. I just wake up and I'm like, I'm ready to go. 
And then I'm like, shit, like I can't even. Yeah, I'm ready to go on Monday mornings too. It's crazy. I'm so ready. I didn't used to be that. Dude, I used to drag ass on Mondays. And so I. I'm not even hungry when I wake up. It's so weird. No, 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 no. I'm still like navigating through the the, um, fasting to see like, okay, like I texted him last week and I said, remind me again why we're doing this, you know? And, uh, but for sure, like the week, like having like the, not the energy, I guess, I don't know, but waking up on Monday and just like ready to go. I do. I have been liking that. Um, I must do the whole show with no coffee. Just reset for the whole week in a sense, you know, and it takes away a day of your week of the chance of eating like shit too. Well, you, you sound fucking great. I'm glad it's working for you. Are you loving it? Would you say on a one to 10, are you loving it? Do you think that you, do you think that it's had benefits? Like it was really interesting. We had Gary on and Gary's like, no, nah, it's not doing nothing. It's not doing nothing. And then he got off it for three weeks. And when the last time I had him on, he's like, oh shit. And I'm like, what? He goes, that shit is really doing something. It's like, yeah, motherfucker. You're shooting I, fucking I had, testosterone uh, in your bloodstream. I had a, I had a member, um, one of my old members, he reached out to me because I saw him at a gym I was helping for the open and uh he's like can I talk to you I was like yeah sure you know we're talking I want to I want to see if I can talk to you about like nutrition and I said okay and uh he's like yeah I just like my energy's been super down and because I got hurt blah 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 tells me he had been taken or he didn't tell me I don't think I think I asked him I said have you ever looked into TRT and he said oh no I've been taking it he goes but I stopped when I got hurt and I'm like, why did you stop? I don't know. I fucked up. And I said, and, and you're wondering why your energy went way down. Yeah. And I said, yeah. yeah, we can definitely talk about your nutrition, but obviously you stopped taking the testosterone. And what was and his reasoning? He just, he just stopped. Like there was no reason. Yeah. There, there really was no reason. I said, you need to get back on that. I said, but I definitely am happy to talk to you about <laughs> nutrition. And I said, you, you, he has my number. I said, call, text me whenever. Like, let's, let's do it, dude. Uh, Philip Kelly, uh, three, three months in, um, are you okay with people contacting you if they have any questions or advises? Yeah. They want any advises. All right. And you're on Instagram. I am at Philip M. M. Kelly. Well, thanks dude. Always good seeing you. Um, yeah, you look great. Thanks, I look dude. forward to uh, seeing you in person again. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks guys. Yeah. Thanks, and thanks for coming day. on and thanks for the thanks, testimonial. Dude. Thanks for the transparency. Yeah, oh yeah, always, man. All right, brother. Ciao. All right, peace out. Um uh well that's good. Yeah. Uh use the code Sevon at CA Hormones if you do it and you want to talk to me about it. I want I'm so curious about it. So if any anyone who wants to talk to me about it after they 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 get on the journey with California hormones, um please let me know. Cause uh, I'd love to have you on. I'd love to talk to you fascinating to me uh cameron uh as a sex worker i want the sexual benefits of staying hard for four hours uh, on a stream it's tough at 30 cameron have you seen this i can't believe this is the third show in a row that i'm going to show this dude you could do this have you seen this my jump rope guy <laughs> have you seen this cameron Look at this guy's fucking schlong, is or as they say. If uh, sorry, what am I supposed to call it if I'm straight? His hog, his hog. Look at this motherfucker's hog, dude. David Weed loves this part of the show. 
Oh my goodness. Cameron, you could do this. You should have an Instagram account like this. This guy's whole entire dude, this guy's whole entire um uh Instagram account is just his dick bouncing around in his shorts. It's crazy. <laughs> do I follow? Hold on. Do I follow him? Uh, uh follow. Now I do. Wow. Out <laughs> uh, of those 82,000, how many are, you think are dudes following it? Versus it's all dudes, dude. It's all dudes. That guy's got to be, that guy's is queer. What is it? Queer is a $3 bill. Here we go again. You're so gay. You know what I was thinking? Um, um, Cameron, did you get on testosterone? Did you do that? Um, <clears throat> I heard the story of a guy um, for any of you who are wondering if you're gay or not, this is this is kind of the. the I used to say the litmus test is who do you who do you masturbate to, but um, I had this. I heard the story of this guy is like, hey, uh, um, I think I'm gay. And their friends like, why do you think you're gay? And he goes, because I I love I love uh, watching guys with giant penises have sex. And no, uh, the fact that you like watching guys with giant penises. Uh, have sex doesn't make you gay. The fact that you think that might make you gay is what makes you gay. <laughs> <laughs> the desire to watch giant penises at work or at play, whatever you call it, does not make you gay. The fact that you might think you're gay because you like watching giant penises. That does um, it right there. Well, then if you, if you don't, if you don't, if you, it's not, if you, it's not, if you do or don't masturbate, if you don't masturbate, something's probably, Something's probably wrong with you, I'm guessing. What if you don't masturbate? But if but if but if you don't masturbate at all and you're healthy, um, if you were, you'd have to give yourself a hypothetical. Um, would the person uh would your would your assistant uh, be a female or male? Oh shit. I'm in the process, got the blood work, and we're gonna reevaluate after uh, Dr. Lena put me on vitamins and kidney test via all good talking again next month. Okay, bitchin'. Oh, are you kidding me? I fucking love looking at dongs. Are you fucking kidding me? You're an asshole. David, are you suppressing something? I don't want to be gay. David? I think there's nothing wrong with the fucking a hog. I'm a fucking giant hog. I especially like it if I can't see it and it's flopping around in his pants. I, don't, I just I can't help it. Sorry. But I don't think we're... Let me see. Uh, I think we understand Sevon's not gay. He's just down with some serious case of penis envy. <laughs> okay, I'll be gay instead. I'm gay. I'm gay. Not that other one. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, four, four, 494. Fantastic testimonial here. Uh, woke, uh, woke to uh, awake. I just watched this before we got on. Yeah, you know it's crazy. She turned the comments off. Does that mean she was getting tore up? Isn't that comments right right there? But but look, see comment. Yeah, but they they're turned off comments oh, on this post have been, have been dis, limited. Uh, limited. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Does that mean she was getting tore up? Tore up from the flow up? Maybe. And, uh, Does she do that with all of all of her stuff she posts? Uh, that's a good question. Really, it's UFC soon. Hey, that's let me tell you something. That's way gayer. My obsession with UFC is fucking way more signs that I want to fucking rub my chin on cock than uh, looking at dick. Dude, that is the gayest sport ever. Wow. I mean, please. 
Football, the dudes are covered up wearing... I guess those dudes are kind of gay, too. I mean, fucking half the... Every play starts with fucking, you know, 15 dudes bent over. Last, last slapping. Um, Heidi at Hydrox. Why? What is she saying? Oh, I think I spotted Claire doing high rocks here. High high rocks? I call it hydrox. <laughs> no one cares. It's fine. Uh, fanning UFC, not gay, dude. But I mean, if there is a gay, NFL fans are way gay. I think the NFL fans are maybe like more oppressed gay. The UFC fans are closer to getting out of the closet. CrossFit's a little, CrossFit's way gay, dude. Yeah, for sure. Are you kidding me? Gay being just like, it's just like the kind of gay that David Weed thinks is gay, where you just like, like, it's just dudes looking at dudes' bodies and pretending like they give a fuck about their performance. All right, what a fantastic thruster. I love his rebound action deep into that hamstring and the way he pulls the bar down. What, what, what a fantastic way Fikowski has of doing the efficient wall ball when he fans his hands like this. It reminds me of jacking two guys off at the same time. Wait, did I say that? I'm sorry. I mean, it's just really an efficient movement. Shut the fuck up. Saves his shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Thank you. Uh, Heidi, good luck at High Rock City. Yeah, good luck, Heidi. Erickson Lowe died now that I know that he's cool. Yeah, you got you to gotta push that shit down. Dudes looking at dudes' bodies in Globo Gym is insane. Yeah, yeah. You, most of the time, you got to just you, you, you just push it down. Well, you push like, it down the same way you don't want Don't You should push it down looking at girls' bodies. You, got, you don't want to fucking creep people out. That's all bodybuilding is. You like you just get big so that way other dudes like that you're that big. Like no chick is like, oh my gosh, he's the biggest dude in the gym. Hey, this isn't gonna this joke's not gonna go over well, but I only watch women's CrossFit. Yeah. dude, women CrossFitters are gay dudes' way of like slowly buying into being with dudes. Do you understand that? That's why we date CrossFit girls. It's a it's a small sampling of what it would like to be gay. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I don't know if I should do this bit. This is not going to be good. I already have a feeling I know where you're going with. <laughs> I don't know about Sometimes this. I look at some of these female athletes and I think, you know what? I want to dabble in homosexuality and I'm going to start with her. <laughs> and it's halfway I, don't, I don't mean it as disrespect. I don't mean it as disrespect. Uh, okay, fine. I'll chill. Uh, okay, four ninety four. Woke to awake. I I, I like I like these kind of testimonials of the people just coming like kind of like waking up. This chick's hot too. But this video like, I'm going to share. She's Native American, I think. Look at it, right? She looks like a little Pocahontas. But well, she got the feather in the ear. That's a dead giveaway for me. Oh without, shit, you're right. Okay, without that, I would. Have, <laughs> <laughs> I probably saw that subliminally and didn't even. Yeah, know. it's in your subconscious. You're like, oh, she's got a, she's got a Native American vibe. I wonder why. Oh, I think it's the headdress, sir. Sevon, show us your titties. <laughs> okay, here we go. One of the views that makes me problematic in some people's eyes. So for context, I am biracial and I grew up in a small Canadian town that was mostly white people. So I was called racist names growing up. I was beat up for how I looked, mostly by ignorant children. In my what 20s, social justice... This? Yo, you dumb hot bitch. <laughs> like, what did they call her? What the fuck did you call her? Uh, where's John Smith, Pocahontas? Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck did you call her? 
Oh shit, she's First Nation. Is that oh, is that like some like should I be careful? I mean it's crazy. It's crazy. I like her though. I'm I'm busting her balls, but I like her. No, her oily hair. Are you kidding me? Her hair is dope. Oh, I just saw she has cleavage showing too. Hmm. That's a that's a very subtle amount, but yeah. She has perfect nose. Perfect eyes. Okay, go on. Perfect hair with oily hair. This theory really appealed to me because I had real experiences of racism and it just made a lot of sense. All of this was happening because of reasons outside my control. True. And it was basically the white male patriarchy that made the world like this. Doesn't make sense because I was also bullied by black people, but that was the conclusion that my 20 year old mind came to. Uh, the pause. world is racist. And it was. Uh, people don't say that a lot, but, but ob obviously, I mean, growing up in the Bay Area, for for whatever it's worth, more or less, the race most racist people here, in my opinion, from my experience in the growing up in in like Oakland, Berkeley, are the melanated people. I mean, they they're they're winning that. Oh, I think it's the liberals, like the white well, rich okay. liberals. I'd well, say they don't that. Know I mean, openly, the black the the blacks are honest about it. The fuck you looking at, white boy? Um, but but uh, all yeah, that's a good point. The liberals, but they don't know it. Yeah, probably. God, this is going to really suck to stereotype this one. Probably the gay liberals in San Francisco, the most racist demographic. Really? I think they're usually the most, well, I guess the liberal, I was going to say, I think they're usually the most like open. Well, they're, they're pretending to be open. That's, that's my point. Hmm. But maybe, maybe I'm, I'm open. I'm open. We, we'll, we'll have a debate. Um, but, but I just find it fascinating that she says, even the black people were racist towards me. It's like, dude, everything. It's like, <laughs> Yeah, this whole thing look is at so Jeremy. Funny. Look at Jeremy. Easily, black people are the most racist. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, like, I'm like embarrassed for us as like a generation of Homo sapien because of all the destruction and like oppression and like death and human on human violence that has come before us, only to get us to this point here. To just, <laughs> it's so pathetic. Here's the here's the thing. The black people are openly racist. Like, fuck you. We don't want white people coming to our college on during this week. We're having black week. And the white people are just like, oh, uh, of course we'll do that for you. We feel so sorry for you. You guys are so fucking dumb. You guys can't even vote by yourselves. It's like. That the whole thing is vomitous. We live in a time where people argue who's a guy and who's a girl. Am I going to live long enough to see like this is like that society like saw like, hey, yeah, like it's not okay to be a pedophile and it's not okay to like be a fake race, like a, a virtue signal. Are we going to, am I going to live long enough? I'm 50 now. Will this all fix itself in 20 years or no? It's Fuck yeah. Think okay, about what's on. happened in 20 years. Like think of how much has changed. So if you go back to 2003, like this isn't an option. Free media like this and distribution isn't even an option. The libs are insidiously racist. I know. Trust me, I know. I used to be one. It's crazy, but we don't know it. I didn't know it. I thought I was. Um, I thought I was being um a fifty-one. Fuck, forgot. Um, I um I I I thought I was being cool. I thought I was. I thought that's the thing. I they don't know, but but she she explains it here. Sorry. Okay, keep going. She explains how you it was all happening outside of my control. 
And if it was all happening outside my control, then in order to fix it, I just needed to change the world by becoming a social justice warrior. I was not happy at all. My relationships also sucked because I was projecting all my hatred towards men on the men that I was dating. And it was only when I started to take full self-responsibility for my life, for the situation I was born into, and for the healing I needed to do that my life started to drastically change. And so I did a lot of therapy. I did a lot of group therapy, group work, different, I like all sorts of more modalities. I've tried a lot of them. And it was basically bringing me to a lot of deeper realizations that was driving my projection towards the outer. On this video, I'm going to share. Okay. So, so the takeaway there is, is like, Hey, if you want, if you're looking for happiness, um, the social justice warrior way isn't the way. That basically you're not going to find inner peace because you're just going to be blaming other people for shit that's your own fucking narrative. And so if you want to change your story, first you have to realize it's not the fucking outside world that's fucking with you. It's your story about the outside world, right? Is that That's what she's saying? Yeah, I, I was just thinking about it in terms of like, have you ever gone somewhere and um, you have like a couple that's bringing maybe some young kids and the first thing they do whenever they get into the building or, or circumstances, they try to immediately change the environment as much as they can. So that way they're just hoping their kids behave a certain way. Yeah. So, give me, give me like an example. I, I totally know what you mean. Give me an example. Yeah. Like, so like maybe what? there's like, there's like food that's out on a table or yes, maybe there's yes. like some stuff that you know, that's shiny that they're going to kind of go towards. And instead of just having your child behave in the reality that is, yes. they come in and they go, Hey, can we, yes. is it okay? I'm just going to move this real quick yes. over here. So it's out yes. there. I'm going to take all yes. this stuff away so they don't break it. And you're like, right. Well, why yes. can't your kid just fucking behave? Right. And so right. I feel like right. those are planting the seeds of like, Hey, you don't need to conform and adjust to kind of what's happening to the outside world. Like the whole outside world will change to accommodate you. Yeah, and, and I feel yes. like those are like the seeds that are being planted subconsciously. And that's uh, why they're miserable because they're always arguing with reality. Yeah, instead of just learning, like I got really deep into stoicism like a couple of years back, and like was reading it a lot and studying a lot, and that for me really resonated because it's all just about understanding that you don't control all these things outside of your control and so why why bother spending a ton of energy on those things when you could take that energy and spend it on things like improving yourself or changing things about yourself that will actually make an impact for you as opposed to just arguing with reality right because so many people argue with reality all the time i mean i do it so it's not about like i don't do it anymore it's the fact that i feel like i could just catch myself doing it a little bit faster than the, than the next guy Right. right. And so right. that's what it's about. Just catching yourself going into that subconscious realm of thought sooner. So that way you could back yourself out of it and then really think with some clarity. Even even things like um, I, I can remember being a young man, like, you know, in my teens and you're at a crosswalk and you start to walk into the street and a car rushes through and you get upset. And it's like then I reach a certain age and I'm like, hey, like, what, what am I doing? Like, who cares? Like, just yeah. like, like, I, I, I mean, I'm not opposed to someone yelling asshole at him, but don't let it sweep you away. It doesn't matter. Like have, yeah. fun, have fun with it all. Have fun. You know, you're at the counter at Starbucks and someone takes your coffee and leaves like, like don't even get upset at all. Laugh out about it. Enjoy it. Yeah. Know I that tried. that, know that that person like got your drink. Just roll all yeah. the little things. Just start rolling with them. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a good, you get fired from your million dollar a year job. Whatever, start a podcast. It's cool. <laughs> well, the thing is, is you have to, as an affiliate owner, you really have to, 
in my opinion, kind of embody that because it's such a personal business. Like you spend all day with your clients essentially or your members, right? So when stuff happens or when they 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 decide to leave the gym or whatever, they find a new gym that maybe suits them better. Like it's it's tough not to take that personally. Because the first thing you do is go, what the fuck? I did all this for Sevon. I spent after the class and showed him his ring muscle ups. And I was the one that walked him through the Rogue website to buy his perfect jump rope. And I cut it and I sized it. And you were going to intern here. And now you're at the gym up the street. And you're telling me like, oh, I'm so happy. I found my new gym. This is really my home. And I'm over here like, what the fuck? So like, that is, is this a true story? Bro, I got 10 years of these stories. <laughs> How about true story? <laughs> and now they're hitting up your fucking coaches and saying, you should come here. It's so much better and blah, 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 right? And so if you don't have the ability to, first off, it's going to affect you. So if I sit here and say, it doesn't affect me, like bullshit, it's going to affect you. But the thing is, is how it, how you respond to that is the most important because you can let it affect you. Talk to somebody close, bitch about it with other people like you know your wife or somebody that are outside of it to where it's not going to get back to the person or back inside the gym if that helps you out or maybe write some stuff out about it. But um, don't respond to it because then you perpetuate it. So now it's it, it's isolated. It could stop with you. It can stop with me. I could see it or I could see the comments and I cannot react to it. Or I could choose to respond to it negatively or outburst or try to do something bad back. And now I've like exacerbated this issue that I could have controlled and had stopped with me had I just not reacted to it. Did did you ever um, date a girl who she was dating another guy and then there were like sparks between you two and then you started and then you kind of took her from the other guy or uh, I don't know if that's she left the other guy and came to you. No. I've never, I've never had that happen uh, to me, but that's what Grace basically did. She, she, oh, she left a guy and came to you. Now, at the time, I, I had a girlfriend. And we started really getting like, you know, connected, and and I really started to like her. And then so the girl, the girlfriend kind of got got left, and then Grace and I started to pursue a relationship. But Grace wasn't with another guy. No. I, I I have I I I knew this guy who had this girlfriend. I knew her, but I didn't really. I met him through her. She was my friend first, and then over the years, mine and her friendship got tighter and tighter and tighter. And then I ended up being her boyfriend, and she was so fucking wonderful that I almost felt like I I could feel his his devastation. It was crazy. To this day, it's crazy. Yeah, but I we ended talked- up marrying her. It was Haley. Yeah. She had another boyfriend. And yeah. I ended up getting her. And I was like, oh my God. Within the first month, I was like, this dude's f- I, this dude's fucked. He's never gonna this, he's never gonna find this again. He's never gonna financially recover from this situation. He's he's <laughs> fucked. Well, the funny thing was this guy went that- on to get like a PhD or some shit and like to like ended up being like a smarty pants, and I ended up just becoming more homeless. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that propelled them you know what i mean so but he, i was like i knew I, on so many levels i knew this guy fucked up like oh my god i think he smoked too much weed and fumbled the ball easily doable yeah we're kind of floating around you know yeah. like not really intentionally yeah. i when uh grace and i were hanging out one of the coaches that worked for me actually the one that just recently moved to santa rosa um comes up to me and he's like He's like, uh, 
<laughs> Sorry, I just saw some a text. Um, he comes up to me and uh, and goes, "Hey, yeah, Grace is moving to Colorado," and I was like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, I ran into her at Las Positas, and we were chatting for a moment." And she's like, "Yeah, I'm taking off. I'm moving to Colorado." And I remember how much it, like that like affected me. I was like, "Wait, what? She can't move to Colorado. Why would she do that? Like, what's happening?" Blah blah blah. And so that's when I kind of realized that I I had like stronger feelings for her, right? And um, it was pretty funny because then when Grace came in, we're like, "Yeah, you ran into Dylan, and you know he told you that you were talking to Colorado." And she's like, "I didn't fucking run into Dylan." And we're like, yeah, Las Positas. She's like, I'm not, I didn't, I've never been on Las Positas campus, which is like the local community college here. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, what? And then I turned to Dylan. I'm like, who the fuck did you talk to? And he's like, I don't know then. I don't know. <laughs> he's like, we had a full conversation. And he was like explaining in detail, like the conversation of blah, blah, blah. And Grace like, <laughs> she was like, yeah, I, that wasn't me, dude. And he was like, nobody was more like flabbergasted on the situation than Dylan. And, and you guys like, are all three standing in the same to? place and he's tripping. He's, he's <laughs> yeah. looking right at her. <laughs> yeah. Like he fully thought he had a conversation with her. And Gray's like, yeah, no, I wasn't there, dude. I don't know who you had. So then it was just the running joke is like, who was it that you had the conversation with that never told you like, hey, you don't know me, but told him that he was she was moving to Colorado. I would so do that with someone. So they funny, mistook right? me for someone. I, yeah, I would just totally kept it rolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Just not even skip a beat. Hundred percent. So yeah. So little tangent th- there on that, but I think I should have that girl on. I think it's good for people to hear stories uh, for people who go from uh, woke to awoke, awoken, awoke, woke yeah. to awake. I think you it's important. Our, you see our boy Xavier. Yeah, he was on Fox. Oh, he's crut. And then Tim Tim uh, Pool brought his uh, whole article up on his show and like reacted to it and was talking to him about it. And oh, that's and awesome. Yeah, he's that's blowing awesome. up. I told him a couple years back when I first started to see his stuff, and I kind of like sent him sent sent you his Instagram and stuff like that. And we'd have conversations in the gym a lot. And uh, I was told him I was like, dude, I was like, you got to remember who your who your first and biggest fan was because I could already tell that you're. That you're 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 destined for greatness. Xavier, what was his last name? Monterusso. Del Russo. Del Russo. Um, get, getting this morning. Uh, this morning's chores done, so I can go play outside like three playing brothers. Oh, you want to see something fucking? Weird? I so one. You guys have to understand. I don't know you guys. Like I don't. I don't know my audience. You guys like shit, and I'm like. Like I'll do podcasts that you guys like, and I'll be like, "What the fuck?" Or you guys get excited about stuff that I cannot fucking understand why you guys are excited. I don't know you guys. It's so you guys. I'm constantly shocked by you guys. Excuse me. And th- and it's shit like this. W- will you pull up the the, the um uh, my Instagram? How the fuck does this post have fifty fucking comments? It's a fucking little kid doing a fucking pistol. Well, I could explain that. No problem. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, this is me just sitting back trying to have a cup of fucking coffee. These fucking guys are driving me crazy because they won't stay still. Look at that guy in the background. <laughs> so I'm just like, fine. I'll just pull out my camera and film them. I, I, I got to chill before I fucking snap on someone. I like how Maddie got at Haley there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He was yeah, like, yeah. "What are you doing? Yeah, like, get yeah. away from me!" And I, I, I for sure would have done the same thing Haley did. <laughs> oh, I love it. If she wouldn't have done it, I've been like, "Yo, are you his fucking mom or what?" 
Yeah, I would. I would, like listen. Like, only one of us can be a jackass and let our kids stop. do this. We don't have to start over. <laughs> He's like, now I got to start over. <laughs> yeah, the rep didn't count. How the fuck does this have so many comments? I'm like, this is garbage. There's that's my dad, by the way. Yeah, he was a little. Look how freaking cool your kids look. <laughs> Just fucking goofballs, you know. Yeah, got the hat. Oh, Philip, if you lived in a uh if you were in a red state or in a red state, people wouldn't give a fuck about this. Like look at his look at his hat and stuff. It's just it's just it's just pistols. They're kids, they're like gumby. They do this shit all day. Oh my god. <laughs> just a pistol bouncing on an inch of steel. Come on, that shit's awesome. You know what the really scary part is? Is to the left of them there's a bike park and to the right there's that wooden shelf. Mm-hmm. And so that part is like just so tense. Oh yeah, you could see the bike over there. Yeah, I'm so I'm so yeah, Slack a block ad. Yeah, probably. They spend a lot of time on the Slack block. But it's just so it's um Uh, I got yelled at for by mall security for letting my son doing flips off a wall. He's going to get hurt. <clears throat> yeah, we got my, I took my boys. Um, we didn't go inside, but universal studios in Los Angeles outside, they have a place where people who don't want to pay to go in, can hang out and eat cookies and shit. And we were, and we were over there. It's like a strip mall. And my kids were jumping off of these concrete structures and we got yelled at. No, actually, this spot, there's no homeless people in this one spot. It's kind of a trip. I don't know why. Sevon's already jealous of his three boys, maybe. Wait, who's that? It's a good line from, uh, you aren't allowed to say pistol in California. Sorry, one-legged squat. Oh, interesting. Who's Kristen Mandrill? Uh, in in, in uh, text or in... Um, no, she commented on your thing and she had a blue check mark. And so I clicked it. She has 135,000 followers. Oh, invite her on. Anyone with a blue check. Oh, did you see you can buy blue check marks on Instagram now? Oh, hell yeah. We're back in, baby. <laughs> you have to get on some sort of waiting list. Oh, of course. Some sort of exclusivity still. Fuck you. I ain't paying for none of that shit. Okay, 493. Because uh, discrimination is okay. And men and women are different. Oh, this should be fun. Oh, it's not even 8.30 yet. Mm-hmm. You going to tennis today? The sign looks gorgeous. I know it's crazy, right? You don't yeah. even know how proud I am. I'm I'm so fucking thankful of you guys. I'm so thankful. I texted yeah. Athena last night. And I was like, oh, so so this is, listen to this. Due to the 2022 brawl between Atletico, uh, Paranisa, and... and uh, Curitiba, Curitiba, Curitiba fans. Men were ban- banned. Listen, two fucked up countries, I can't pronounce their name, were playing soccer against each other. And because the fans were crazy, the men were banned awesome. from the championship match. And only women and children were allowed in the stands. Do you know why? Do you know why? The same reason men shouldn't be allowed in women's bathrooms. <laughs> it's the exact same reason. I'm perfectly okay with this. I'm perfectly okay with this. Listen to these fucking kids and these and these ladies. This shit is dope. Here we go. Here we go. Men were banned. 
they were discriminated against and it's okay it's perfectly okay it's fine have you ever been to a soccer game like that like in a, in a... yeah yeah one time in in uh in the uk i went to like whatever the, the manchester united or some shit yeah grace and i went to one in rome it was her idea she played soccer all through like high school and stuff and um she's like yeah we should we should go to a, a soccer match where we we're out here and I was kind of like, eh. and then it happened to line up on one of the days that we were out here or out there. And it was such a great experience. Like, I was so glad that she was like, let's do this. And, and I thought it was make a little it scary. It, wa- it was. <laughs> well, to this point, not like a Raider game scary. I feel That's, at home but, at the Raider game. So, because I went through oh, so much. Shit. You walk through that tailgating thing of the Oakland parking lot, and it's just a thick cloud of weed and freaking everybody's drunk and <clears throat> everybody's on edge of fighting each other. You don't know if you're going to be like best friends with the tailgate next to you. If you guys are going to brawl, like it could go either way and there's going to be no in between. Don't be involved in those brawls. You get your fucking. But the soccer game was so intense that they had the home team <laughs> in this small little section and they had plexiglass that separated out the visiting section. And then they kept a whole section free in between the plexiglass and where everybody that was visiting sat. And then they lined every single aisle way up with a security person at the game. And it was just a Thursday night game, like just a normal game. And these guys were lighting fireworks off in the stadium. There were small little fires going like the coordination in the like songs that they sang or when they would introduce a player out, how everybody would like simultaneously like chant their last game or last name. Like it was just, it was nuts. Like you just felt this bond that was there with the team. That was just, it was incredible. How much were the tickets? I think they were like in you, uh, euros. It was like, Maybe a hundred euros each or eighty five dollars. Oh Euro, shit! Eighty five so euros cheap. each. Yeah, fucking all. No, it definitely so wasn't cheap. But we got like good seats and sat kind of in the middle of the field and down a little bit. And we had to get them off of like a third party thing because it was close to the time. I saw the most heinous things as a kid at Major League Baseball games forty years ago. Like what? 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 What could be heinous at a baseball? The most heinous? Now, now it's like going to church. Oh, you mean like fights? Like people getting their teeth kicked in and shit? Uh, Stefan's sick from all the vaccine shedding. No, my my <laughs> kids are so snotty. My kids are so. I got something from them, but I'm but I'm. It, it, it's 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 like I don't do. I'm not going to talk about sickness again. But I don't do sick. Uh, four ninety two. Um. Uh. I like the tier guys. The the I I spoke to those tier guys over there. Um. But they're, they're fucking up, so I got to ass pound them a little bit. Uh, this is the entire new tier campaign that I've seen. I think I saw Daniel Brandon doing a little bit of it. I think I saw um, for sure Danny Spiegel doing it. Wait, Daniel Brandon's not sponsored by tier. Oh, she's not? Oh, no, she's oh, like she did rad. It the, oh, maybe she did it with the toe spacer. Okay. Okay. It's like, listen, listen to this guy. This explains it. how brainwashing works. Here it is group of women and they put scars on their faces and they told these women that they're going into a job interview they showed them the scars in the mirror the women saw themselves with these scars and as they led them out of the room they said we're just going to touch it up a little bit and as they touched it up they removed the scarring completely so the women went into the job interview thinking that they are scarred but actually being their normal selves and the result of the experiment is that those women then came back 
reporting massively increased level of discrimination. Indeed, they, many of them came back with comments that the interviewer had made that they felt were referencing their facial disfigurement. This is why I think this ideology of victimhood is so dangerous. Did an experiment with a group of you women. You see this? Do you see exactly what he said? They took some women, they drew a fake scar on their face. And then they're like, hey, you're going to go in and do a job interview with this fake scar. Tell us how you feel, how, how the people treat you. Then right before they go into the job interview, they erase the scar and they go in the job interview. And these women are like, hey, when they came out and they're like, yeah, this person was specifically talking about my scar. It's like when you cross the street and there's someone coming at you and they say they crossed the street because of the color of my skin. Blackface like, oh, but but 50 years ago, blackface was blah, 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 blah. It's just making shit up. You, if you think blackface is bad, you want to know. Are, you want to know if you're brainwashed or not? If you think blackface is bad, you've been brainwashed. Brainwash means is that you're telling yourself a narrative that was put into you that you now make sure everyone else believes so that you can hold your reality to fucking gather, even though it's complete nonsense and there's no, you're not. It's not based in reality at all. There's nothing about blackface that's even remotely offensive, except for people who are looking for it to be offensive. Nothing. I, 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 I beg of everyone next Halloween to dress up as your fucking favorite rapper. Do it. Fuck it. I'm giving you permission. <laughs> awesome. I'm going to be too short. Oh, that's pretty cool. Well, it's you, I would like to be too short. Too. If you'll be too short, I'll be the other guy. Um, E40? E40, yeah. Not as good as you, but, but a homie. Yeah, but E40 made it mainstream. So you got like a tequila brand now and like... He did? Really? He does? Oh, yeah. E-40's got a bunch of cool stuff out here. Food trucks, uh, tequila brand. He also has his hands in like a couple of other things that I forget keep, the names of. Keep, keep telling yourself, girls out there, that there's, a, that there's a certain way we're supposed to be. Dude, there's a certain way everyone's supposed to be. You're not fucking special. Everyone's feeling it. Your favorite rapper is Eminem? Well, that's going to be easy then. <laughs> Uh, my favorite, my uh, Sevi, my favorite crapper is in a van. That's <laughs> How? Um, that was pretty funny. Uh, so the, pale, that, it's called pale face. Uh, in in the hood, they call it pale face. I go as pale face. Yeah, just don't rub your sunscreen in. Pale face warrior. Um, it's just fucking nuts. Hey, Every just, fuck, everyone is feeling oppressed. That's that's what being born is like. Your goal is to set yourself free. The, and, and if setting yourself free means oppressing other people, you're a fucking asshole. Dude, the repeat messaging pierces the subconscious. And then after that, you don't have to do anything because the subconscious will just do its work. And I was looking back behind me to see if I could find the exact reference. But I think the book was called Think Fast and Slow. But they actually did exper experiments where they or studies, experiments, whatever you want to do, call it where they had people like walk down a hall slower and the person about to take this test would like watch the security camera, the speed in which the person walked down the hall. And then they would bring in this individual and say, you know, uh, this and this and this is, is what this person's experiencing. And then when, when they would separate the two of them, the person who observed the person walking down the hall slowly would like take the test, yeah. they would move slower than if they did that same exact experiment, but had somebody move down the hall much faster. Uh -huh. So just by watching the person that was walking slower and moving a little bit more feeble, it like affected the way that they had taken the test, even though they didn't know the two were like correlated. 
And so it was one of those things where they told the person who was taking the test, it was all this, but that was actually a lie. It was just to see how they reacted to, to subliminal messaging that happened before and what, how that carried over. And so they knew that they could prime the subconscious to certain degrees, and then that would come out in the behavior of the other person. Um, uh, I, I would be very curious what this means. I've never heard it talked like think thinking fast and slow is the primary resource for every self help book that gets published these days. Uh, what do you mean? Explain so that he, to me. He he's right. I believe I agree with Zach too because there's multiple other books that just take the material that was in that book and then reference it and give their interpretation on. Oh, it that's the name of a book. book. Think fast and slow. Yeah. I think it's like Daniel Pinkerman or something like that. Oh, oh, oh. I thought that was a concept he was. No. Okay. So I should hey, read that. Oh, should, I should read that book. Uh, I don't know. I, you know, it's a, it's a good one. It's, it's, it's dense though. So if you listen to it, it'll be like a 15 hour, 16 hour. I got time. But yeah, I, it's, it's a, one of those books where just a lot of the, the studies, they all reference that book. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was saying too. They all reference thinking fast. So the author of that book is an actual researcher. Yes. Yeah. And the rest of them are just basically pulling things from that kind of like how I just did in this, but it's a, it's a good book and it just kind of shows like in uh, Tony Robbins is big on that. The subconscious, you know, priming you get in your cold water thing and you do your power stance because it, you know, does all these things to your subconscious, which affects the way you act. My sub, my, my subconscious. My subconscious. Um, uh, if if there, there are certain benefits to being in the Sevanista uh, private chat, I, I unfortunately I have not. I don't have access to that chat. I don't have time for that chat. But someone just sent me some exclusive content from that chat. It has leaked. Some exclusive content has leaked. Oh no! From the yeah, I know it's crazy. What leaked? It's crazy. Some exclusive content has just leaked from this um, from this private chat, and someone said, "Hey, this is the kind of stuff that you get access to if you get invited into the uh, the Illuminati." Wow! Uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy. I'm just gonna uh, pop. Okay, here it is. <laughs> someone just sent me this. They're like, "Hey, dude, this is the kind of shit that's in the private. It's private. I know it's private, but fuck, if it leaks, I'm showing it." It's private. This is fucking crazy. Uh, David, now would be a good time for you to take a piss or something, dude. Or go like look through an old Playboy. Hey, is that guy on... Or do those veins mean he's on TRT? Where's Hiller when you need him? Oh, uh, yeah. Also- That's definitely a Hiller question. I'm just going to say yes, because he's got that skin color and glow to him. So more so than the veins, it looks like that to me, you know? That's PK on TRT. I have, I have... Just so you guys know, I haven't watched this yet. This just this just came in because I have spies. I have people. I have people that have people. And they're like, hey, dude, this is the kind of fucking crazy. I'm going to go uncircumcised. Really? Uh, you can yeah. see the vein through the short right there. On his penis? Yeah. like I've ne- I do not see the vein on his penis, but that would be fucking. Oh, shit. You're saying that is a vein penis? <laughs> that would be crazy. I'm obsessed with this dude's account. Okay, hold on. Let's see. Let's see. Let's let's listen. I think this is like a meme or something or like a um uh okay, here we go. Yes, I lost my mind. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like he doesn't want anyone to know he's watching that? Is that the 
Yeah, yeah. What the fuck is going on, man? What is that over there? <laughs> I've never seen a vein penis through uh, clothing. Yeah. Anyway, if you can, boom, now you're gay. Yeah, if you can get those, so those are the types of things. Exclusive content, um, wow. legs like dicks, yeah. And here I was just gonna reference the uh, book that we talked about because I said it was Daniel Pinkerman, and I was way the fuck off. But case- that's, no, that's not good. You got the first name right, uh, Daniel uh, Kahneman. 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 Yeah, he's a stripper. Oh, like in real life. Oh yeah, and that was Taylor's brother looking at him. That's fair. We got it all figured out, guys. Hey, was this dude Kat Kassin in the um in the bir- uh, birthday video? I don't think so. Oh, he looks like a guy that was in there. It looks like that's some sort of like picture taken out some sort of event at his church. <clears throat> anyway, okay, so that that that's what we're missing out. If you if you were feeling bad uh, that you're not invited to that group, you should feel even worse. Um, okay. Apparently, Audrey's steadily naked in the chat. That's awesome. Some good stuff here. Watch that chat, like have a subscription like model, and all of a sudden they're like, Yeah, we're pulling in 150k a month. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn you're it. Doubling, guys. You're doubling the revenue of the Seven Podcast in the Seven <laughs> Podcast private chat. It's the byproduct. God, we need some boobs or something. We're way out of bounds. We've gone cock heavy. But then what's 480 women? I hope this is like naked women or something. Probably not. I want to convince David that I have a that I still that I'm straight. I want to overcompensate. It's gonna take a bit. David is not gonna be. Oh, this nothing to do with women. Okay, fine. Let's watch this anyway. Here we go. Here we go. When I see black women that's willing to stand up for common sense, I don't have a problem with the trans community, but this is ridiculous. If you say as a trans woman, you want to be called her she whatever you decide even though you are a trans woman if you want to be called her she fine that i'm going to respect that and i'm gonna do i'm gonna do that so me as a woman if i say don't call me a cis woman i'm just a woman you should respect that i'm not no birthing person i'm not a (laughs) eater i'm not a bleeder i'm a woman that's what the we're gonna refer to me as and you cannot Ask for respect while disrespecting women. And that's what the fuck we get for trying to be allies and shit. Look now, now they just trying to wipe us out. Now look at us looking stupid. Dumb shit. Oh my God. Who is this woman? Please. I want to interview you. Officer Tate. I'm tearing it up. Hey, all I saw was that girl's eyelashes. I didn't hear a word she said. Why would you do that to your eyelashes? Call her high. It's like one of those fancy fish tails. Dude, I didn't even see it. I got to go. I'm going to play play this so I can see it. Caller, hi. Hey, um, just want to call in and ask, you know, just uh, with March Madness going on, I was wondering, um, I, I, I've noticed Bosman's catching a lot of heat. And, um, and I was thinking, you know, everyone watches March Madness. It's exciting. It's fun. You never know what's going to happen. Like, I, I feel like one thing Bosman has brought is this new layer of excitement to the games and in not knowing. And um, I'm just curious if you guys overall, 
what your stances are as far as uh, the job that he's doing so far. Because I agree 100% with you. There is an excitement that he has brought by us not knowing what's going to happen. And uh, I agree 100%. It, it, it's like well, boom, if, the, right. if, the, if the seven podcast, if, 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 if the seven podcast, what it's done for the CrossFit community is a 15 out of 10. What Boz has done is a 10 out of 10, but don't worry. The fucking morons over in the games department will fuck it up and, and bring us back down to earth by fucking it up and not being able to properly put on the platter, the silver platter of Boz's vision. But you bring up a really good point that I haven't heard anyone bring. You're absolutely right. We are we care more about what the workouts are now more than ever. And I would give that 100 percent to fucking Adrian. And we care more than ever. Fuck. We care more than ever what they're going to post on their Instagram because we're just waiting for another typo or some shit. I mean, how the fuck did they have an event where they had the wrong weights on there? That is fucking insane, dude. You're, you're, you, yeah, it's crazy. You're right. He, this is fucking nuts. You're right. It's the most interesting CrossFit Games and Open ever because of this fucking collision of creativity and, 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 uh, morinity. That's a a moron, but I just made called it morinity. You like that word? (laughs) Good word. Yeah. Well, you you nailed it. Good job. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I've just noticed I've been tuning in more, and I think a lot of a lot of people are listening to your podcast. And it's pretty easy to kind of track metrics there. I was I, I was also curious, kind of as a follow up question, how do the games, um, like, what are their benchmarks for whether or not it's successful and they're growing? Is it just by like viewership online, or like how many attendees they get, the sponsorship money? At the end of the know, day, the it's sponsor. At the end of the day, it's sponsorship money. That fucking thing is so expensive. People have no idea. It is. Yeah. It is a. Uh, monsters because we're a really small community and we present like a legitimate fucking juggernaut with the cameras and all that, but we're really small. And um, Greg let that thing, we were a fucking media company and uh, not a, not a fitness company. We were a media company pushing Greg Glassman's uh, lifestyle methodology and, and and now it's not. And so they have to have massive sponsorship. It would be so easy for someone to take over the CrossFit space if they wanted to. Like if some billionaire wanted to do it, he could just steal CrossFit overnight. The games, at least. Maybe not the affiliates in, or the community. That can never be that, built. But the yeah. games can be stolen. <laughs> I mean, if you, have, if you have $30 million to burn every year, you could just steal the games. You could just make a bunch of athletes sign, like Nike could do it. They just have all those dudes sign exclusives. They won't participate anywhere right. else. You could steal the whole fucking thing for thirty or forty million. You throw the big and, and and just completely make the CrossFit Games irrelevant in terms of crowning the fittest. You could just make the fittest people not compete there. I mean, I know that was more than what you asked, but you got me all excited because what you said. Bosman really has invigorated this thing. He's capable of fucking <laughs> yeah, programming I mean- anything. That and then I mean he's done an excellent job there in my opinion and then um you know monsters <laughs> even noble even though I don't like them <laughs> uh, but Dude, you know, a vape pen should like sponsor that shit a vape pen should sponsor the fucking games I would fucking love the jewel that. the jewel yeah the jewel hey they got the money to take it those dudes have the jewel has the money to take the fucking CrossFit games it's just a rounding error to them that money. Well, it is crazy, though, because, like, you know, for the World Cup, all you need is four posts and a ball. And the CrossFit Games, there's so, so, so many moving pieces and uh, pieces of, uh, you know, uh, implements, equipment. I mean, it's just pretty wild when you think about the, the magnitude of it. I mean, Dave did an amazing job. Boz is carrying the torch. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I was just curious what y'all take were there. You take, you take Dave, you take, basically, you grab Dave and Rich Froning 
and um and and then and have them be the faces of this new fucking uh, venture and then just start fucking to throw a once a year competition and it, you could just but but it's going to be a lot of money and it's going to be a money pit i mean you're going to lose tons of money i mean i'm telling you that that's the most important thing to crossfit games 100% sponsorship whether they say it or not or admit it or not like they have to fucking that that thing is just a fucking money pit and it's all, and they do an amazing job. I mean, it presents. So I think they fucking do an amazing job for all the criticism we give. It's fucking, mm-hmm. it's wild. And all getting all those beautiful bodies in one place on a sunny day. They've chosen the perfect city. Madison's dope. If you've never been to the games, you should, so everyone should go. It's fun. I've said it a million times. If you're a young man or woman between the ages of 18 and 25, you need a fucking van and camp in a tent and do party in the camping area. You'll meet someone fucking hot, who's smart, who gives a shit, who wants to touch your naked body. <laughs> I mean, it's I fucking got, cool. I already got one of those, but yeah. <laughs> and, and they're probably like some fucking wingnut Christian with great values, right? It's like, they, like they probably yeah, like, probably. it'll be some dude who won't fuck you on the first date. I mean, it's a good place. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to go one of these years. You guys really got me interested in the game. Um, I've yeah, never cool. like been part of a box or anything, but I've thought about joining the gym, so. Yeah. No, how how cool. did you come up with that? Why did you think that? But why did you come up with that about Adrian? Well, we're sitting here fucking being an asshole to him, <clears throat> criticizing him. You're like, hey, dude, we're, he's he's we're all like waiting now to see what kind of shit he's gonna do. Like, like is is he gonna put juggling in there? <laughs> hey, if you've never seen it, this would be a good clip to pull up. Is um combative? It's like the UFC of juggling. You're basically juggling and trying to take out other guys as you do it. It's it's wild. Are you kidding um, me? No, that's real. Yeah, you should check it out. Um, juggling yeah, no, I, 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 like, what do you do? You're like <laughs> juggling and trying to kick a dude? Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Like, you try and mess up their juggle as you're juggling. Um, so it, it's pretty interesting, but it, it gets pretty intense. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. 2014. This shit's been around forever. These guys are the OG. Oh, shit. Oh, and there's some rule you always got to have like one in the air or something. Yeah, it's something like that. I've only seen a few clips online. Um, I like finding esoteric sports. Like, there's another one where it's volleyball, but just with your heat, and they play it a lot in Thailand. Esoteric um, sports. <laughs> How old are you? What the fuck is wrong with you? Twenty-seven. <laughs> you go to. You went to a Christian college, huh? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I fucking yeah. Love it. Esoteric. <laughs> I'm 51, and everyone Sorry. around me uses that word. I still have no fucking idea what that word means. <laughs> you just you, gotta watch the Tim Ferriss podcast and Google stuff. Fuck and, that yeah, guy. It all click together. <laughs> fucking, he's a control freak. Hey, you use that other word too. Affirm. What's the other word? Uh, esoteric. And what's one like the shit like in the atmosphere? Affirmial. Uh, uh, what's that? Nah, you know which word I'm do you, you like that word intended for a likely or to be understood only by a small number of people with specialized knowledge or interest. So CrossFit would be an esoteric sport, huh? Exactly. Is that really yeah. what esoteric means? It's just like yeah. I had no idea. I a firmer of, 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 of yeah, thank you, Zach. My God. What what is this word? Uh, uh, pronounce that word for me, Susa. Oh, me? Yeah. Ephemeral. F- 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 I don't know. Fermial? God, my mom is going to fucking kill me. Lasting for a very short time. Caller, you know this word? E-P-H-E-M-E-R-A-L? You love that word, too. Uh, Push the button. Let's hear the, the, the robot say it. Ephemeral. 
Ephemeral. Ephemeral. God damn it. Ephemeral. Ephemeral. You love that word. Caller. Don't That's a great word. I, I, I'm going to start using it, but no, I've never used it. <laughs> Lasting for a short time. Ephemeral. This esoteric knowledge will not last forever. It's a ephemeral. What the what? Say it again. What's the word? Ephemeral. Ephemeral. It's ephemeral. It's ephemeral. Ephemeral. All right. Word of the day. There you you go. need to call. You need to call in more. You got me really pumped up. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. Well, I'm on a high note, but I um, appreciate you guys. So thank All you. Right. And God bless uh, Adrian Bosman. You're right. And he's a wonderful dude. I, I do. He's bringing, he's bringing it. Yeah. Keep up your indefatigable yeah. belief. Yeah. Oh, thanks. All Good right. stuff. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> do we even have the phone? Have we even had the phone number up? Nope. But I got him back. You see that? I dropped, I dropped the word too. Uh, yeah. What word? Uh, oh, what word? What word? Emphatic? In the, in Fatigable. Infatigable? What's that mean? Like undeniable? Rel- like pursuing relentlessly and tirelessly. Indefatigable. Pursuit. Uh, uh Sevon was so excited by Haley last night. He was f f f what ephemeral? What is it? <laughs> Just put it here and ephemeral. 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 I'm gonna have right ephemeral. Ephem. Er, oh, ephemeral, ephemeral, epidural brain. <laughs> Sound it out. <laughs> I just do this, by the way. I can't believe I'm going to share this with you. Haley's going to hate this. So, I this is this is how this is how my life works. It's ten thirty, and Haley's in the living room folding clothes. PM or AM? PM. Okay. Kids are asleep. And she's got the TV on and I'm fucking around on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then um, I say, Hey, I'm going to go climb into bed. Um, you could come in before you go to you sleep. Come, come sleep with me. Come lay down with me. And that's it. <laughs> that's how it works. That's, I don't that's, know why. That's the or what? That, that's, that's 20 years of, that's just how it's been for 20. Come, come, like anytime during the day, like just like it, it's nine 30, like whatever she's doing. I'm going to lay down. Come here. Yeah, it's complicated. It's not complicated. There's no. It, at most, it's like okay, hold on. Hold on a okay, let me shower real quick. Yeah, or or hey, I haven't showered in three days. Yeah, no problem. Mm, that's all right. Yeah, like what do I? Why are you telling me? Like I care. <laughs> What's that got to do with this? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just. Come come here. Uh hey, you. Me? Yeah, come here. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how it's it, it's been like that with all six thousand of my mates. I don't understand how anything's complicated. Um okay. <clears throat> uh four ninety, James O'Keefe. Uh back back in the um Back in the game, just back in the game. My my yeah, my husband says the same thing. I say okay every time. Yeah, Jake, come here. Uh, are you, what are you doing right now? Can you come here a second? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like come come over here, please. You play this bad boy. 
Yeah, this yeah. I'm, I'm I'm really happy for him. The acorn story is that it took a 25 year old with a hidden camera a few days to do what billion dollar networks and journalists could not do in a decade. I spent 14 years creating the most effective nonprofit newsroom this country has ever seen, and in paving the way to establish citizen journalism, I have been defamed, arrested, raped. Uh, so, so basically, he's making fun of the fact because they were saying he took us. One of the reasons why they fired him from Project Veritas because he took a sandwich from a pregnant lady, and so he's making a joke there, right? Oh, that's awesome! And then he took a sandwich from somebody. That's awesome. Raided, ultimately removed from the organization I spent so much time developing credibility on. I always knew they would try to ruin the reputations of those who expose them, the pharma giants, the three-letter government agencies, and those who I thought I could trust. But in response, we are going to build an army of investigators and exposers. They have awakened a sleeping giant. I'm back. Remaining by my side are a small, tight-knit group of the most elite journalists in the world. Exposing corruption requires standing up to power because power hates sunlight. We are sunlight. Welcome to the O'Keefe Media Group, where we will never be shut down. Because not only do I own it, but you support us and sponsor our army of journalists by becoming a founding member today i'm so fucking happy for him yeah he's an american hero he is a fucking american hero yeah i agree i want to give this guy all my money i know it's fucking it's it's on it's unreal what a special human being he is um the effort he's put in like, that's the thing. Like, I don't give a fuck if he spot fucking three Ferraris with the Project Veritas money. I don't, he, he should have bought four. <laughs> I don't fucking care. I don't care if he took a sandwich. Get the fuck out of his way. He has fucking shit to do. He's not one of us. <laughs> sandwich. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I'm just laughing at the whole, like, took a like pregnant lady's sandwich because there's like there's so much unknown to that does that mean he like wandered into the break room and just grabbed a sandwich or was she like sitting down and was like oh i'm so hungry and he just comes over and snatches his out of her hands like she was like a, yeah supposedly and, and supposedly he was spending too much money on like dj equipment like dude are you fucking nuts he's fucking superman it's so funny like who cares Leave him the fuck alone. He's not one of us. He's different. I know. I I would. I'd fucking. I would. <laughs> he's fucking doing it, and and he's breaking stories that should be changing the world on a weekly basis, and they're fucking not. That's what's fucking crazy. Hey, why do you think that is, dude? All of us out here. All of us out here know who tried to kill our kids, know who tried to kill our moms, our dads, know who tried to kill us. We know who did it. We know they tried to kill us. We know they're still trying to kill us. And no one's doing anything. They're making it so our kids can't go to school unless they risk their life. You're worried about gun violence in schools? You're a fucking moron. 
If you're worried about fucking gun violence in schools, you are like, you are completely fucking lost. It's like worrying about um, uh, dying from a bee sting. There is a fucking multi-billion dollar company, many multi-billion dollar companies out there pushing stuff on your kids to kill them every single fucking day. Pushing. Your kids can't even go to school unless they fucking take this risk to fucking die. You know what I'm talking about, right? You do, right, Sousa? Mm -hmm. You don't fucking take... And then when you get there, they feed you more poison. Mm -hmm. But you're worried... You're worried about fucking gun violence. I mean, it's it's moron central. It's... You, you know when you were talking about alcohol the other day? I was tripping. You fucking hit... You were killing it. Oh, thanks. But it's like everyone's drunk. They only care about the five minutes of their life. You're worried about gun violence because you, you you see the world like this. This is like, I mean, literally, you're looking at the world. I wish I had a straw through a fucking straw. You have no perspective. You're just screaming, um, I'm a moron. Because why would you put your energy into that when there's these fucking, there's people out there. At, you you already know that you we can see the guys. Project Verit and Project Veritas showed it on their on their Instagram account a couple of days ago. They're trying to kill your boys who are 12 to 17 years old. And in order to participate in the fucking soccer club at fucking Penn State, you have to fucking take that risk. It's like, what? Mm -hmm. I want to I say something to you guys that I can't say because I don't want to fucking get in trouble. Not, not like in trouble like getting kicked off the air. I, I'll try to think of a way to say it. Anyone who tried to hurt my kid, any like you, like uh, any of you that have kids, if someone tried to hurt, okay, I'll, let me let me uh, rephrase this. Okay, Th that doctor, there's a doctor who was um, diddling the um, U.S. gymnastics team. You guys remember that? Mm -hmm. And I, I think did that guy kill himself? I don't know. Anyway, he was diddling the, the girls on the U.S. gymnastics team. If one of the parents would have killed him. Um, I, I I could not I, I would uh, and, and I had to vote to put that guy in jail or not I would put not in jail I would actually probably um, if then if I could vote to pay him money Nasser thank you yeah he's still he looks like he's in jail I don't think he's dead yeah so then if someone pay if someone and then if we I, then I would uh, then I would also try to if I was a politician try to pass a bill that would get feel sorry for that guy and give him a million dollars so that he could go to an island to get therapy and swim in the ocean for his remaining days on earth. Like if you're trying to hurt kids, I, I, I put no barrier between um, you and the, and the mob. I can't, I can't, I know it, it, I, and it might be wrong, but I cannot, I cannot put a barrier. There's nothing. There's those people who are trying to get our kids to take these injections. They're such horrible people and fucking, and, and they're trying to force it on them to make money. Um, I, I don't care what James O'Keefe does if he's going to expose those people. Mm -hmm. Answer your question. I don't know why no one's done anything. I don't know. Like, why hasn't someone you they you burnt down Ferguson, but there's still Pfizer headquarters. Are you at, are we out of our fucking mind? Yes. How is the how is there any Pfizer headquarters anywhere in the world that's not look like a giant piece of charcoal? Oh, you remember the Purdue? They when tried to kill our they're they're, they're currently trying to kill our children. <laughs> our boys, our boys. It's uh, I don't know why. No one gives a fuck.
Well, you know who protects Pfizer and the uh, mandata- mandatory, you know, things that they have kids take before school <laughs> is the state. And who protects the state? The cops. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, yeah. So it's hard because you got to untangle a bunch of stuff because the state has the monopoly on law and order. Yeah. You don't get a say on it. Yeah. The state has a monopoly on uh schools and it's starting right. younger and younger and younger and younger hey you you got a mortgage to pay you got some credit card that's debt. what you got it is nine to five you hey, nailed it they're holding to... everyone hostage by their jobs that's that i mean at the end of the day um yeah dude i have this fucking friend who 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 absolutely knows that there was no reason to take the injection and he let his kids take the injection so his kids could go to college yep and then he, in turn, his family pressured him to take the injection because everyone else in the family had taken the injection. It was the only right thing to do. And yep. he did it all. And he knows. I had, I had, I had other friends who, who were nurses who, who knew all along that it was bad, and then they took the injection so that they could travel to New York City. Mm-hmm. It's not that big of a deal. It's just a shot. I'm just like... Don't you want to not have any restrictions on what you want to do? God, I hope I'm wrong. Hey, we question all our beliefs except for the beliefs we've never thought to question. Oh, that's good. I hope I'm wrong, but unfortunately, uh, there's a book here called Case Unknown by Edward Dowd. If you don't know who Edward Dowd is, uh, Google him. One of the smartest uh, minds in the world when it comes to uh, making money. I think I don't know if you would call him an actuary. But uh, he's 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 digging digging deep into the numbers. I mean, there's thousands of smart people who who see this, but this guy put the book together. It's nuts. I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what's going on. But God bless fucking James O'Keefe, all the gods. I hope all the gods, the only God, whatever. I hope. Yeah, I give. I want to give that dude all my money too. He's dope. Well, I I I suspect I'm not wrong either, but I hope I am because 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 it, it's. I hope I am. Uh, I work in film and TV. They still test one to four times per week and some production companies still require the jab to get work. Fucking Hollywood. Yeah. The hive is crazy. LA is crazy. Well, if they let up on it, then nobody else is going to perpetuate it as hard. Uh, when he comes on the show, I will tell you the, uh, the, I will try to get him to tell this story. He does not. Greg Glassman does not tell this story. Well, what was Greg vaccinated against polio? I would love for him to come on here and tell his polio story. And I hope all those people that that have, that have, over the years that um, have made fun of him for his limp or anything about his training or his body or anything he's done, hope you fucking burn in hell too. Sorry, I didn't mean that. It's just fucked up. He's done so much for fucking humanity, and then for fucking people that talk that shit. It's like fuck off, leave him alone. This is a. Oh, Russ Stevens, you're back. Okay, no abortion talk today. Everyone should have the choice. Removing choice is the criminal element. Fair enough. I agree. Word. Um, not everyone. Not everyone. Not everyone. What? No, I was just waiting for you to kind of process that a little bit. Yeah, not everyone should have a choice. Uh, your your uh your twelve year old kid doesn't get a choice. Either do we? There's a lot. We're limited by our choices. Hey, decide decide not decide that you don't want to work or have a job. Oh yeah, I oh yeah yeah. 
Well, that's what he, that's, I, well, I was, uh, maybe I was reading into it. He, I, I think Russ is saying that like, you shouldn't, you, you shouldn't be able to be fired from fucking driving the fucking subway train in New York. If you don't take the injection, that's bullshit, right? You think Russ he, agrees with that? I think he does, but there's a, there's just a lot of play. Like everybody should have a choice. There's just certain choices we don't have. Like the bank created a product, right? You know what yeah. that product is? What? Their massive selling product, uh, a mortgage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now you fast forward a little bit. You can't get a house without a mortgage. Or you right. can, but it might be really hard. How many right. people could buy a house without a mortgage? Right. Then they create the American dream. <clears throat> owning your own home. Right. That's the American dream. Okay. So now I go to the bank and I buy their best-selling product, which is a 30-year mortgage, maybe at a fixed rate of you know whatever the current rate is. I think it's like 7% right, right now or 7.8% right. right now. Right. Now you're compete. Now you're a part of our society because you can't do anything else because you got to pay off that debt. Because if you don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's a, doesn't that play the victim role? Play the victim of what? So I'm just explaining the system we live in. Who's okay, a, who's a victim of the system? Okay, so so there so there was this um there was this there there were these two people and they were both making seven hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, right? Okay. And this one person um, bought a minivan for $50,000 and used the same furniture that they had in their house uh, growing up. Yep. And the same carpet that their grandmother gave them. And, um, and, and that's how they lived. And they spent all of their money on paying their mortgage uh, twice a month and getting a 15-year loan. Okay. The other person made $750,000 a year and uh, they bought three cars that were... Um, uh, they bought two homes. They put their um, uh, mom in one home and they put themselves in another home. And then they bought three uh, $200,000 cars. Yep. Right. And they bought, you know, 10 parrots and five dogs and just. One was a big consumer. Five years later, they they both lose their jobs at $750,000 a year and or seven years later. And one one person has their home paid off and the other person is fucking bankrupt mm -hmm. and so there's 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 choices that people make right like every time i see like i i have no i drive a fucking minivan i seen the fucking pile of shit you drive it's a, it's a work truck actually it's the work truck yours oh sorry i've seen your work truck i've seen the pile of shit <laughs> that thing is like we don't have to drive these ass cars no so i'm just saying part of it's a choice like a big I, I agree. I agree. That's the product, but I can't like at some point you have to wake up. You can't just like be making like, but in both scenarios, I see people driving Mercedes around my fucking town. I'm like, what do you fucking or an Escalade? Anytime I see someone driving an Escalade, I'm like, what could you possibly do for a living that makes you think you can afford that? And in both cases of that scenario, you said you were like, and the other one's got 15 year mortgage, 750 K too. You could continue to just, save and rent and then buy something outright. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So that's right. even another choice right, right there, but yeah, right. you're absolutely, you're absolutely correct because I just every, like kind of the victim story. I hear you. The story's true. No, but I, I was just want anyone to play the victim. Like you don't got to do that. No, you don't have to. That's, and that's the point. I was just explaining the way that the system works because now you live out the American dream and I got a car to keep up with the Joneses and I got my house, but really what I have is just a shitload of debt. So my future time is already purchased by the bank, 
Right, right. Because now right. I own the bank. My all human this energy. Money. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's already yes. for 30 years. I have to work because I have to figure out how to come up with this mortgage so I could pay the bank back. Right. And so the more of that you do, especially with like the credit card debt and like everything else, and it's so easy. I mean, you turn 18 and banks just mail you shit. Boom, boom, boom. And so there's also inside of our school system, the largest run state entity, there is no financial literacy that should be happening all the way through school. Right. Like you should be given dollars in some sort of sense and a business in some sort of sense. And you should be able to manage your dollars in business. And the complexity of the management of that money and the funds and the business should continue to grow as you grow as a human. Right. So, you know, you play smaller games and you play small business store. And then as you get <laughs> into high school and stuff, you realize how that relates to taxes and you understand debt. Do, do people you think that are normal people that we talk to, especially the, the younger People, what I mean by younger is like age, like, you know, 18 through 25, that group right there. Do you think they have any idea what, what debt even means? I mean, half these people say all the time, well, I hope the government pays for it. They're not even in an understanding that the no, government doesn't no. have money. I I had four credit cards that were maxed out at $20,000 each at the age of 20. Exactly. I come, I, if do. it wasn't for my mom, my life would be completely fucked. Yes. And she, my, my mommy had to unfuck me. I get it. I'm otherwise, perfect. what would have happened? You would either had bankruptcy or you just would have continued. You would have defaulted on all those things. And then you would have had no credit. And it's essentially people like worried about their social credit score. I mean, I had immigrant privilege, by the way. I had immigrant parents who saved every fucking cent they could. Yeah, they were smart about their money yeah. and they and they understood. They worked their ass off. It didn't didn't take Sundays off or Christmas off like my family. I had immigrant privilege. Yeah. And so the point that I'm just making here is that the the monetary system is set up to entrench you in debt if you make those choices not as yeah. a victim but it's abundant and then our school systems don't have any education on how any of that works so you could understand it they'd rather have you memorize facts out of a out of a fucking history book as though this war started here and then this war started here still important to know history no doubt yeah. But arguably, if you're going to make somebody who's going to be a functioning member of society, you should probably teach them how to stay out of debt first and foremost. So that way they could still have the ability to have choices because the more debt you accrue, you're giving up your choices, right? Right. You right. got a lot of money. This whole school thing with the kids, not a big deal. You send them to a fucking private school, right? You don't like the way that the cops handle stuff and you're not really cool with the security. Well, you got money buy your own security. You don't like the way the doctors or the system where your free healthcare is hard to go to or move to. You again, it won't affect the rich because they're going to buy their own doctors. They're going to buy their own ambulance, you know? So it, it only affects a bunch of the other people that don't understand how the monetary system works and how they're giving away their future time by accruing the debt. And once you really understand that you're just giving away your future choices, you're giving away your future opportunities, and you're giving away your future time, every time you swipe that credit card out of 23% APR, and every time you take out that loan for that car, because it's only $500 a month, and I can afford that, even though it's on a 60-month uh, a span, if you don't really understand that, you, you know why are you worried about your choices anyways? Because you've just been willingly and freely giving them up the whole time anyways. Yeah. So I don't know where that point started. Wow. So that was a, that was a great tie-in at the end. That was a great tie-in then. Why are right. you worried about your choices anyway when you've already given them all up? Yeah. 
You tied a le- you tied a leash one leg of the leash to the tree in the front yard and the other end of the leash to your leg. Yeah, and then now we're we're upset, right? Or people don't don't have time, and it's like, well, you don't have time to stay home to homeschool your kids, to raise them and teach them the values that you want to instill, because you ran up that credit card debt, you had to drive that Mercedes, and you wanted the bigger house because renting's throwing away your money. Is it throwing away your money, or do I still have autonomy over choices? Because I could leave this apartment, I could go and move and whatever. I'm not staked down to the ground with a mortgage right, here. Right. Um. I when when I when I was uh, homeless and I got my first job working at a home for disabled adults, I remember my first paycheck coming. I was making seven dollars. I think seven, six, seven, four twenty-five. I can't remember how much I'm making. I want to say seven dollars an hour. It was minimum wage. Whatever minimum wage was in 1999. What was minimum wage in 19? No, 2005. What was minimum wage in 2005? Uh, 825. Uh, minimum wage, uh, California by year. Let me see what it was. The California. Holy shit. 825. You're talking about increasing the minimum wage to $25? Which is California minimum wage. Uh, oh, 2008, it was $750. Oh, maybe I was making $625. Yeah, two two thousand two was six twenty five. Okay, I was making six twenty five, and I remember getting my paycheck, dude, and being able to go to the coffee shop, and being like, "I'm gonna get fucking cream. I'm gonna fucking get cream." And I felt so, and and I had enough money to where I didn't even have to worry about like, like it used to be like, okay, I have enough money for a coffee now and a coffee at lunch, right? And then all of a sudden I was free. And for like years, I felt like a rich man. I truly felt rich as fuck. Cream? I'll take some cream. Let yeah. the people in the back know too. Dude, I didn't even know how much money I had in the bank. I probably, like, I looked in there one day and I had like 3,500 bucks. Set. Dude, are you kidding me? And I would fucking just go in there with my fucking ATM card <laughs> and fucking like buy myself a cup of coffee and like someone, someone else, some other homeless dude. Like a stud. Dude, it was crazy. I could buy a fucking box of wine and not give a fuck. Seven fifty box of wine. Thank you. And I was yep. truly rich as shit. The minimum wage itself is also absurd. You talked about you don't want the government to regulate like cigarettes because then they're in bed with the <laughs> government. It's literally what we're doing with the minimum wage. There should not be a minimum wage. There shouldn't be a minimum wage because... <laughs> Ultimately, you know who suffers the most from the minimum wage? Small business. Small business because Target, Amazon. Poor people in the middle class. Poor people in the middle class get fucked. Anyone with any entrepreneurial skills, done. Yeah, Target, Amazon, Walmart, they love it. Thick cream. By the way, Tyler, thick cream. Thicker the better. Yeah, crazy. crazy. It's like, minimum, minimum wage is such a joke. More liberal fucking insanity. Well, the funny part about that is, is like it's an equity program. That's what it is. It's not an equality program. It's an equity program. Welcome to jail. Here's your money. Here's your bed sheets. Here's your toothbrush. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And the other part about that is the, the corporations who we all say are, you know, they're evil and they're doing this a lot of the times. The minimum wage massively favors big business. Massively. If you, you right now, if we said, okay, minimum wage now is going to be $100 an hour, Target and Amazon and Walmart, cool. We've just taken all the employees. Go ahead, Tevon. You want to start that liquor store that your dad used to own? 
Well, now he's got to pay every employee a hundred dollars. They got to have their 15 minute yeah. union break. Yeah. They got to have paid yeah. time off. And by the way, their labor isn't worth fucking shit because it's a low skill, low barrier entry labor. You just want somebody to stock the shelves and do some inventory. These used to be entry level jobs. And then if you provided more value to your dad in the liquor store, he's going to look at it and go, dang, Savon, you sweep the shit out of the store. This inventory is awesome. Now you're starting to understand the cost of the inventory and you're helping me decide, hey, I noticed these sell a lot more and these ones don't. These ones are actually more expensive. We could reduce our costs here and we could get more of these and you're going to make more sell. Damn, Savon, you just saved us $20 more each month. I'm going to pay that to you now. Yeah. And you've increased your value in the marketplace and then therefore the market's going to reward you for it. But we all want big daddy government to come in and help us with this minimum wage because I work at Walmart. And if I work at Walmart, they're making billions. I should deserve to live a decent life. No, you should increase your value in the marketplace by continuing your education. So that way you could own your own fucking Walmart one day, not sit there and complain why 90% of the time you're on your Instagram sitting on the floor when my wife's trying to get her face washed and she's pressing the button because everything's locked the fuck up because the government, again, has allowed everybody to steal everything out of our Walmarts. So now they're wasting my time because I got to press the little button. And guess what? Dipshit who's now making $25 an hour because the government again stepped in and said, we need to pay them more to have a livable wage, even though they have the policies that make it impossible to fucking live in this state. It's just right, sitting there right, on her right, phone right. And, my, and, and, and Grace is pressing the button. And then she turns and she goes, hey, can you help me with this? I'm pressing the button. She goes, you're not the person that's supposed to come, are you? And she goes, oh yeah. And then sits up from sitting cross-legged on the floor in the aisle of the store she's working at to come over to unlock the, the thing brought to you by government <laughs> crazy but we won't question any of that we're gonna argue over if this dude can compete with your freaking daughters that's and the it, argument it, it's 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 oh, short-sighted by the again it's alcohol brain it's like what you're saying it's like seeing just five minutes into the future yeah Exactly. Well, I'm glad I'm glad I'm not twisted up in that world. And today, today, I'm telling you, having a goal like just not having to worry about the price of gas is a great goal. Oh my gosh! Set your finances up so that, like, hey, when I fill gas up, I'm not tripping. Yeah, like I talked about it. Every dollar that you save, you bought a future time back. So once you really understand your monthly expenses, let's say it's 30 grand a month for you to live, right? Stack up 30 grand. You just bought yourself back a year, 60 grand. You bought two years, 90 grand. You bought three years. Um, No reason you can't argue both. I'm not sure what you're talking about. If you're arguing both minimum wage and not minimum wage, the problem is this minimum wage punishes those people who want to be innovative. It punishes the people that we should last, the the people who are the self-starters, the hard workers, the innovative, those people who at the end of the day, far down the road that are the greatest for humanity, those people who brought us the airbag, the fucking cell phone, fucking electricity. It's just it's just stifling those people. It's an equity. It's an it's an equity move. You could argue you could argue the other side all day long. In the long run, it's worse for the population, and it's fucking rewarding fucking people, um, uh, uh, or it's disincentivizing people to work hard. Why would we ever do that? I don't think you can argue both. Oh, oh, oh! Sorry, sorry. Against both a the minimum wage and b men competing against women. Okay, sorry. Okay, my bad. Well, thank you. At least thanks for letting me get on my high horse. I'll get off now. <laughs> I'm so confused at the thing. We can't. We can't. Why? 
No reason you can't argue both. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got a triage, brother. You got a triage. Um, all, all, all I'm taking away from the show is I need to start fasting again, and I'm okay with that. You know what? I, this is kind of crazy, but I, I, it, I save money by fasting on Sunday. That's true. <laughs> probably at least a, probably thousand dollars a year. Um, um, four ninety one, and they convinced uh, melanated people and women uh, it sucks to be themselves. Four ninety one. Thanks for letting me get my TED talk there. I don't really know where that kind of came from, but I was just uh. It was good. Feeling it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, people who brought us Paper Street Coffee. Oh, my God. Oh, I want to talk about Paper Street Coffee in one second. This this is the fucking dipshit from... Um, this is the dipshit who is from Breaking Bad. I was going to so, say Malcolm in the middle. That oh, was my God. <laughs> this is the Breaking... This is Brian Cranston. Oh, this is so... This is so crazy. Okay. Actually. Am I going to not like him? Uh, yeah, he's he's just a fucking. It's it's the fucking tear campaign again. It's like, hey, let me convince you what a piece of shit you are, so you can feel sorry for yourself. And feeling sorry for yourself can become your platform instead of like something good, instead of being a badass. Just ask yourself from from an African American experience, when was it ever great in America for the African American? When was it great? So if you're making it great again, it's not including them. Uh, or maybe you need to shut your mouth because you don't know what you're talking about and you're not talking to real people. You're talking to other elites and other liberals who all think being black is a curse. I grew up in the 1970s, 80s, 90s. and That's the underlying thing for all of this. He just said it. I feel bad for being a woman, therefore. You should feel bad for being a woman, therefore. You should feel bad for being black, therefore. You should feel bad because you were, you're a field worker, therefore. No one should feel bad. There are, th- th- no one should feel bad. You don't have to feel bad. When I walk around the skate park and I'm picking up trash, like I do every fucking day, five out of seven days a week, and I'm touching fucking people's Starbucks straws, in, in, in fucking gross Coke cans and beer cans. I never am feeling bad about myself, ever. I'm proud. I'm so proud of who I am. And, and when I yesterday I was walking along the beach and I picked up someone's dog poop. The only thing I'm embarrassed about when I pick it up is I don't want anyone to think it was my dog that shit there. <laughs> Good dude. It's like this, anyway, this guy's fucking awesome, this Jason Whitlock dude. What, he gets it. in 2000s and America was great. No one's talking about going back to slavery. No one's talking about going back to segregation and Jim Crow. We're talking about, hey, let's go back to the 1990s. Oh, just ask yourself from from. Yeah, this guy, this this guy thinks he's so cool. Think about how cool he thinks he is and how good he is. He's basically saying, hey, all of you out there, my life is better than yours. The crazy part is, is that they don't, which I'm okay see that. with. But then don't, but then don't, don't base it off of what, what uh, a black people. I think my life is better than most people's too. It has nothing I, to do with fucking skin color. It has to do with fucking how I was raised and how hard I work. Yeah, when I first opened the affiliate, and I would go to the mall to like 
grab random things. And I, I hardly ever go to the mall here in Pleasanton. And by the way, now a shitload of those stores are shut down. It's crazy to see because it's in Pleasanton. But when I would like go there, I would just kind of walk around. And I see all the people in the stores, like the workers, like folding the clothes, or, like putting it up. And I used to like feel bad. Like want to go in there and be like, hey, are you here? Because like this is a stepping stone and you have a vision that you created for your own life. Or like, do you, are you just kind of like feeling your way through it right now? Like, you know, like, I don't know. I, I guess it's hard to describe, but I would kind of like feel bad for them. And then I, and then I kind of checked myself and I was like, oh, who, who am I to feel bad for them? Like what? Right. In order right. to feel bad right. for them, I have to view myself as superior. Right. Right. And then, then that, then that kind of went away. Cause I was like, all of a sudden I was like, Whoa, wait a it's minute. It's a weird kind of indulging. Why yeah. not use that energy just to help other people if you want to help them? Yeah. But first I had to view myself as ha- being better than. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then once I was like, wait a minute, I'm no better than like, I don't, that doesn't, that doesn't exist. It's just different circumstances, different choices. It's not a better or greater. And then, then that, like I said, but so it's interesting. I just wonder if they, they ever check that or see that what they're doing is harming more people than it's helping. Um, yesterday I was walking and my kids were uh, skateboarding and I was walking along this path along the beach and I saw some poop in the, in the way. And then, and I, and I just walked back behind, I just passed some ladies, um, who are probably my age and I just passed them. So I turned around and I said, Hey ladies, be careful. There's some shit up here on the ground. Cause they were good. There was three ladies and they were like goofing around talking, not paying attention. Right. They were just three friends having fun. Yeah. And a lady walking towards me goes, Hey, that was really cool of you. Mm. And I thought in my head, not as cool as you telling me that it was cool of me. Yeah, paid, paid <laughs> you know, it for it. Right? She yeah. made my day. Validated it. Yeah, she validated me. It was so fucking cool. It yeah. was so fucking cool. I, I, it, it, I, I know it's uh, unhealthy to bathe in that, but I did. Uh, call her high. Susan, I work at the Stone Ridge Mall. Uh, no shit. Yeah, it's Bill Kelly. I work at the Stone Ridge Mall at uh, at Hollister. Which is the Abercrombie and Fitch sister store? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. It's funny, you're you're saying you're saying you're going to the Pleasanton Mall, and I'm like, oh fuck, I remember working there. And I'm telling you what, the the people that shop out there, they have zero concern for the workers and how much work they have to do to keep the stores looking nice. People would come in there and just knock over piles of clothes and not even give, not even care. They would just run through the store. Uh, so it's funny that you said that. Um, but the thing, other thing that I've been wanting to say, I meant to say it when I was on there, someone is uh, circling back real quick. When you had Rich Froning on and you were talking about how he's been able to build his mayhem empire, I just wanted to tell you, and I think, you, I know you already know this, but you're doing that with this podcast. We talked about it at BSI in Arizona. And you know that this thing is like, it's taking off. And before you know it, it's going to have taken off and it's going to be like, how did we get here? Um, well, it's funny you say that because I told one of my friends I, the other day, I was like, hey, I'm going to get to say at one point, I'm going to get to say, well, I guess I was fired for a reason. So I could uh, my <laughs> I was fired for a reason. It was God's work, blah, blah, blah. And my friend, dude, he said, you can already say that. So I guess that's what you're saying. You can, you can, but it's. Whether you know it or not, you are building, you are building your own community just as I've been looking at it very similar to how an affiliate can be successful. 
you have your values. I know that you're not a Christian per se, for example, but you do have values and there's a lot of your values that resonate with people. And that's, uh, it's obvious. Um, and it's, it's very easy to see just from the following that you, that you have so far. Um, and it, I think it's only going to continue that way. And it's not because you're trying to, and we talked about this too. It's not because you're trying to be somebody else that is a successful podcaster. You're just being you. Yeah. And, um, I, it, I, I said this too, also to you in Arizona that I really admire that about you. And one of the other things that I really admire about you is your loyalty to your friends. And, um, I think it takes a lot of guts and courage to be there for somebody like Greg, the way that you have with everything that's gone on over the years and to still be sticking, sticking by his side. Allison NYC, same thing. She, I know she's loyal to the guts. And I, I said this to you too. And I was like, you guys are awesome. And that everybody should want to be more like you guys and be around people like you instead of the, the torch holders and the woke mobs coming after people for saying what they really believe in. Um, and so I just kind of wanted to just throw that out there to you, man. Like, keep keep doing what you're doing, obviously. Um, but I'm excited for for the future of your show. Thanks, dude. I really appreciate it. I am too. You want to? I'll, I'll say this too. I uh, after you guys made that birthday video for me, um, I later on that night I was in the garage, and I was on the assault bike, and I had my head down, and sweat was coming off, and it was like. It was like I was transported into the future. I was thinking about the video and 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 just trying to understand why you guys would go out of your way to make that. And I just felt so empowered by it. It was crazy. I, it was probably unhealthy, but I felt so fucking special. And I was thinking, there's nothing about that video that humbles me. That video makes me proud. I was like bathing in it while I was on the assault bike. Like, wow, I, 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 I people actually like me. I was like, how do people yeah. get up there and be like, I'm humbled by it. I, I walked that, I walked out of this room. My eyes hurt like a motherfucker though, but I walked out of here. So proud. Like, I just wanted to just like, I would, if I, if I, I felt like a giant that I could hug the whole planet earth and squeeze it. It was crazy. I felt yeah. so yeah, fucking good. And I, pre and I appreciate that. People, you guys so say that again. I, I don't think you realize the effect you have on people day in and day out. No, of, um, of course I, not. I'm fucking oblivious, dude. I'm fucking oblivious. But you know, I, I can watching that video. I, I knew we were making those videos. And when Jonathan was done creating it, I, I didn't watch it when he sent us the final version of it. I didn't watch any of them. Um, I wanted to experience it for the first time too. Dude, we were all crying. As soon as the first one, I was like, wait, why is there this music in the background? That already, will take me out, you know? And, uh, I do, we all were just like, people were like, Devon's going to lose it when he watches this, you know? And I was like, how did you guys does. know? Really I don't cry a lot on this show. Do I, I, I cried when the blind lady came on. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. And, and I don't think a lot of people get to experience something like that happen to them. Right. Um, and I think I can, I can relate to it in my own situation with getting to watch, the video of people coming together and doing a workout for me when I was only eight days in on the ventilator. Oh. I mean, I, I still, I can't, it's so hard for me to watch that video because I see all of these people and I'm like, I can't believe you showed up for me. I, I you know, like I'm, yeah. just, I'm just a CrossFit trainer right. and I'm just trying to help you out. And I, I never, I never would have expected anybody to show up to do anything for me. Right. Um, right. And so it's, it's right. overwhelming for sure to say right. the least. And so I, I think it's, 
I, I'm glad that you're able to like, I don't think it's ever going to get easier maybe for you to watch that sort of thing, but it's only going to keep growing. And I know there's more people out there who wish that they were able to create a video and submit it. And I, I wasn't necessarily the leader of this thing, but I, I will just say that it isn't because we were trying to leave anybody out. So I'll apologize for if anybody feels left out of it, shit, make a video and just send it in. You know, I'll have another birthday. I'll have another birthday. I At you 365 days. <laughs> fucking nuke me again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, man, that's it. I didn't mean to take over the whole show, but you know, that's okay. Um, Thank you. It means a lot yeah, to me. I love, I love people it, calling it, in yeah. and telling, talking to me about myself. That's great. <laughs> I, I'm fluffing you. I'm giving. I'm a fluff guy over here. All right, brother. Thank you. Okay. All right. Take care. Talk to you soon. Bye. Uh, we're we're also um that was Philip Kelly. We're also going to have Cat Shear uh visit soon. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she's also on the California hormones journey. And of course, if you want um, someone who's just completely fucking embrace it and running with the torch, make sure you check out Andrew Hiller's uh, Testosterone Tuesdays. He's doing cool shit over there. Yeah, don't um, don't. uh, It doesn't suck to be a woman or black or doesn't. It doesn't suck to be alive. Being alive is really cool. It's it's um, make sure you make sure you remind yourself of that. Uh oh, my wife. Oh no, I'm good. Uh, uh, four eighty-eight. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I don't know which one of you guys sent me this. The vast majority of these are stuff you guys send me. Ninety-nine out of a hundred. By the way, I tried to go through all of my fucking um. D- my DMs are completely out of control. You guys got to be chill. You can't send me. You can't send me like this much stuff. You can't send me something this long. One at a time, you, please. You can't possibly. There, there's this event about to happen in Scotland, and I told the people that I would help them promote it. I really like them, but they hadn't talked to me like in a month, and so they're like, "Okay, I think it's time to promote it." And I'm like, "Okay, uh, what promote? What? What the fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> I can't remember anything." Yeah, it's hard. Someone else sent me a DM the other day and it's like, hey, you were ripping on me in this show and blah, blah, blah. And they wrote this whole thing to me. You were unfair. And I'm like, dude, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> like, I know who I know who like, let me I know who this is. Wad Zombie. I know uh, the the I know the sizzle. I know Eric Weiss. I know David Weed, Christine Young. I'm, I'm sorry. I know Russ Stevens. No abortion talk. I know Audrey. She got the nice ass. Um, I, like, I know Dick Butter. I know Seema. She's got the cool hair. I think she's Middle Eastern, but I'm probably wrong, and I can't stop thinking that. Um, like I, I, like I know who these people. But, but if you're just a person who pops in my DMs like once every four months, I have no idea. I'm lost. Yeah, and also too can't keep it all together. So you got to, you got to help me. You got to be gentle. And um, I like, I like getting them. I know who Janelle is. You keep, you keep giving money. Too much money. I saw your um, DM yesterday. Uh, I don't know you. That's Camille LeBlanc last name. Oh. <laughs> An erection. An erection. Oh, yeah. I know you intimately. An erection. <laughs> you guys are fucking names. <laughs> um, and I think it's to say, it's important to say, too, that, like, the DMs I could send to the uh, podcast Instagram to myself or to like Sevon and stuff like that. Like if we could 
have a way to filter through all that and get back to everybody, we would. There is no like level of importance or like anything like that. And all of it is super appreciated. Um, what what do you what do you mean? Do you mean on the on the on the, on the seven podcast one? I just am speaking, and I'm speaking for you too. So sorry about that. But just all of us, like. I know I would love to have the time to sit there and go back and forth with everybody through the DMs and acknowledge everybody in my personal Instagram and on the stuff on podcast IG and everything else. And I know you would too, but it's just at some point, like it just gets impossible to keep up with, but I just want people to let them, let them know that if there is no response, it's still really appreciated. It's not like we're purposely ignoring. I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying, I'm not, I- I'm trying to respond to everyone. You have I know. To know. I yeah. really am trying. Like, yeah, I'm determined. But I just wanted to say that piece there. Okay. Like there's no, yeah, we just really appreciate all of it. Yeah, I'm determined. But I don't appreciate. No, I don't appreciate the fucking long ones. <laughs> I don't appreciate the long ones. I appreciate the hateful ones, the long ones, the short ones. Yeah, I just, just send maybe the I don't long read ones them to Like, if you have a backstory to your shit that, like, I don't need. I, no. All the people that reach out, just to tell me, Sevon, can you wish my husband a happy birthday? Um, he just beat cancer. I don't need like when you met or. To, Short and um short and sweet. Okay, we play this bad boy. Oh yeah, this is great. Yeah, okay, here we go. Believe I am a white man. Don't you know that belief is a doubt? How is belief a doubt? Because you cannot believe something and know it. My poor brain, wait, I cannot believe it and know it. No. And you can only believe in what you don't know. I like that. You can only believe in what you don't you know. You don't know. That's why you have to believe it. Yes. Ah. Now, do you believe in your mother and father? No, I know my mother and father. Yeah. If you know that you are white, explain to me how you know this. My mother is Portuguese and she's white. My father is Scottish with blonde and blue eyes. If I get water, I get a black one, a white one, a blue one, and a yellow one. And I fill them with water and seal them. When you look, what would you See. Nothing, just the white the, of the black. You would see the different colors. The different colors. And if you plan. trust those eyes of yours, you're going to believe that they're different, aren't you? I will believe it. Until you go and taste them. And what are you going to discover? That it's all just water. All one. One missing diversity, we call it. Now, you see all these human beings that you see. They are the same. And if you go to any one of them, excuse me, sir, what color is your mind? You see, you hear what he said? He doesn't know what color is mine. No, because we are spirits living in different color physical bodies. We are not our bodies. When you look with the eyes, you are not seeing me. You are seeing the body. When you look at my body and say I'm a black man, that is a program. You was programmed from birth to believe that you are blacks and whites. You're just a spirit in a body full of the same stinking. Thank you, my friend. I believe that's I- it. Podcast is over. That's all I'm trying to say. That's that's why I call him melanated. That's why I can't even call him black or white. It's like it should just be melanated and unmelanated. It's fun. And, and and now you guys know. He told you why I don't like the word believe. I, there's nothing to believe. Believe the science. Don't don't ever believe in God. If believe, believe in God, it. it's a placeholder. Because anytime you say I believe in God, take some time and get to know God. Just take five minutes. That's it. That guy cracked the whole code. That's my whole entire fucking shtick. That dude unraveled my whole shtick. That's it. There is no fucking black and white. You, there is no, there is no believing shit. Believing is just a joke for lazy people. Hello, caller. Hi. Hey, Savon. This is a longtime listener. First time caller. Nice yes. I love when people say that. Nice to hear your voice. <laughs> hey, I really appreciate 
your love and clarification of words. I just want to clarify what Christians mean by the word believe. Uh, okay, thank Wow, how fucking yeah. timely are you? You didn't miss a beat, brother. You didn't miss a beat. Hook me yeah, up, hook me on, up. Yes. This has been on my mind for a while. Please, okay. Belief is not... Uh, here, let me give you an analogy. Please. Do you believe that parachutes work? Yes. No, I yeah. know that I know that they work based off the evidence and the predictive value yeah. of seeing when the chute opens right. and the speed and rate at which it slows it down to the earth. Perfect. Belief in the Christian realm is not, I believe that there is something or that something works. It's that I'm willing to put it on my back and take the jump. It's right. trust. Right. So when, when people say, I believe in God, I believe in Jesus. No, I trust him for what he's done for me. So just a point of clarification. I'm not getting also, it. I, I'm not getting it. I'm not. Can you hey, do yeah, me again? Yeah. Do me again. Okay. Okay. So I've been trying to nail you down. It's kind of difficult. Um, it is. And I appreciate seems, the effort. Yeah. I know it's difficult. It's fucking hard. And I appreciate it. Okay. But we have to keep making the effort and I appreciate it. Okay. So let's, let's uh, another analogy. What does it take for me to say, that there is no gold in China. How much knowledge do I need to make that statement? God, some sort of uh, like uh, omniscient uh, awareness, right? To see. Yeah. Yeah. I got to know everything. Yeah. I got to know what's under every rock, what's in every mouth. Yeah. The jewelry people are wearing. What do I have to know to be able to say there is gold in China? Just the tiniest, tiniest bit of information. Yeah. Yeah. So I just got to know one thing. So the Christian knows one thing and knows it more than anybody else. And that's that God created you. He exists and he did his work on the cross to save us from sin. What you don't seem to understand is what sin is in comparison, especially in comparison to God's holiness. Am I Does that make sense? Yeah, you, I think not. you made kind of yeah. a leap there when you went from what Christians know to my understanding of what sin is. Okay, yeah, because I, I, you don't like the word sin, you don't like the word evil, you know. So I'm, I'm kind of, you know, trying to figure out your worldview. It's, it's difficult. I guess it's um, rel. I guess it's rel. When I think of God, I, I don't think of anything that's relative, or or con contextualized. Right. So like okay. there's hot and there's cold and there's big and there's small and there's it's all my yeah. worldly knowledge has to be contextualized. Right. And that's, yeah. and, and that, and that's why people uh, worship uh, fake gods, right? Because they don't yeah. contextualize yeah. and they start thinking that some things are real. And that's where I have the problem with the you. word with belief. Like people actually believe what they see on CNN. And it's like, all of a sudden it's like, dude, there's nothing real. It's all context. I'm only fat because that person is skinny. Like it's all, but God for me is um, not something that can be put in context. Okay. Can I help you with that? Please, I'm, I'm going to be please. quick. I so know, when I know people say good is... and evil, I'm like, man, your God is not my God. Cause my God is not like that. The God that I'm aware yeah. and, and, and my God is only something that I'm aware of. Yeah. There's nothing so, else. Like, there's no other way for me to explain it. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Okay. Um, so let me let me try to broaden your awareness, maybe maybe narrow it. And, I don't and the know. faith piece, the faith piece is huge with me too. Like I like I understand faith. 
I, I experience, I, well, I experience something well, that I don't understand and I call it faith. It's, it, it, that's, well, a, that's a word I use kind of to point it kind of like I'm safe in really unknown situations. Yeah. Because there is a God, I guess. <laughs> okay. So how do you know right from wrong? That's somewhat, um, rhetor- somewhat rhetorical question. You know, it, it's in your conscience. Every, every civilization you go to has someone, explain, right and wrong someone explained it to me like this right. the other day. It was okay. on the show. Jay Nara did. He said he talked about something called objective morality. And I was like, what the fuck yeah. is that? And he goes, it's treating people the way you want to be treated. Do you want to be killed? I'm like, no, then you shouldn't kill someone that, that that's a moral value of yours. I was like, okay, I like that. Yeah, but that, that, that only goes so far okay. um, because all men are corrupt. Okay. I mean, you see this in, in raising, raising children, right. you see how easy it is for them to lie, cheat and steal to get their way because we're all corrupt. We're all selfish creatures. Right. So it, it, yeah, so it takes us so far. It's helpful. It's a good foundation, but um, is lying wrong? Uh, well, let me let me be clear. Is making false statements about your neighbors wrong? Telling lies about other people is that wrong? Um, if you here's and here, here's the problem, and, and I and I honestly mean this, and, and I'm not trying to yeah. um uh distract from where you're going. No. Lying is not wrong. What lying does to you, my son explained it to my other son perfectly the other day. Bear with me here. One of my sons I saw Mm -hmm. taking chocolate out of a drawer. I said, hey, dude, you can't Mm -hmm. have that. And he goes, yeah, I'm sneaking it. And I said, okay. I go, how many times have you done that? He goes, two other times. And and I go, oh, uh, what were the times? And he's like, "You you and mom were in there watching TV. And then another time you and mom were still getting stuff out of the car. I'm like, oh. That's pretty cool. I said, all right. And then my other son said, I go, you tell me all the times that you did it. And he goes, yeah. I'm like, you tell me the truth. He goes, yeah. I'm like, fuck you're a stud, dude. I appreciate it. And I didn't say anything else to him. Then my other son goes, you know why we tell the truth? And I said, why? And he goes, cause if you don't tell the truth, then you got to spend energy in your brain protecting your lie. And then when you're in jujitsu class, you might be thinking about your lie and then you can't fight good. He's like, so you can't tell lies, so you can't have to protect nothing, so you can kick ass in class. I was like, damn right, motherfucker. Let the truth set you free. Wow. And so so I don't think it's wrong. I think it's a consumer of unnecessary energy. Boy, man, we're on to something here. That that's that's awesome. Yeah, it was, cra- it was crazy. Because, six year old, two the, six year olds breaking that yeah, shit down. Yeah. I was like, damn, they're yeah. fucking shit up right that's now. That's great. <laughs> let me let me take your logic. It's just one and, step and then further. Those lies will then separate you from God. Also, by the way, because God is a for me is a thoughtless place. So hold on. Okay. So all you described to me uh-huh. was selfishness. Okay. Okay. All you described to me right there was preservation of self. Right. You, you, not, you mean like the child doesn't want to lie so that they can be stronger? Well, yeah. And that's selfish. Yeah, they don't want, want their stronger. world. They don't want their world getting messed up. Right. It's not about you. Yeah. Not about honor, integrity. Uh-huh. It's about, hey, this is weight on my shoulders that I got to deal with. Right. It's not about some <clears throat> objective truth. It's a subjective reality. Hey, I got jujitsu. I got. Oh no no! I, I think you have it. I think you have it backwards. I think the God thing is the subjective reality, 
and what the kid is saying is of the objective truth. The kid well, is actually telling uh, you the mechanism of what the consequences of lying and the and the God story is the subjective one because it's a, it's a made up narrative. So what I mean by subjective and objective is subjective is immediately in front of you. Okay. Objective is outside of you in all circumstances. Okay. Okay. Subjective is situational ethics. Okay. There's a situation that makes me act in a certain way. Objectiveness is is um, ethics that permeate everything. It's okay. how you interact with the world, no matter what the consequences are. Okay. So you remove the consequences of that lie being a weight on his shoulders during practice, and he doesn't care. Right. But because he knows, he does care. Right. Right. So it's it's subjective. So objectively, there is a right and there is a wrong. Um, so if I mean, if you sit, well, I'll I'll, I'll bump that. Listen. I will call another time. I hey, know I pre- that I'm I appreciate being, you calling. Yeah. These are my favorite kind of conversations. Yeah, this is really good I stuff. Love, I love them but, too. I just hate that it's at the end of your, your show and let, I, I don't want to keep you long. I let, just want to give you something to think about. Let, yeah. let, let me, let me, let me also, let me say this. It, um, I, yeah. I think one of them is a, um, one of them is a, is a, is a mathematical story for telling the truth. And the other one is a narrative for telling the truth. My kids are telling the mathematical and, and that there's a, yeah. narr- there's a, there's one that's a story for telling the truth. I will, I will say this since I met my wife and she's got me to basically stop lying. Basically there's a few yeah. people in my life that have got me to stop lying. And, and by stop lying, I mean, it's just all the little shit that I see people lying about everywhere. It's a, it's a feigning kindness. It's feigning, um, uh, like not wanting to hurt someone. And by the lies, I mean saying stuff like, um, uh, like, um, telling someone you have to get off the phone because for some reason that's not true. Oh, my kid's calling me. When it's not, you just want to get off the phone. Just tell the truth. When she got me to yeah. do all of that stuff, my life mm-hmm. changed, and I could, I my fidelity of conversation, not conversation, experience in with the unknown increased a uh, fucking dramatically. I'd like to pose one more, th- one more thought before you go. Yeah, sure. There's this idea of ownership that you own something. And then on top of this fucking bullshit th- idea, and don't get me wrong. I'm perfectly okay with ownership. I'm perfectly okay with the lie that we tell ourselves that red means stop. These are fun things. I enjoy them. These are not objective realities. None of us own anything. But then on top of that, to think that there's something called stealing that's already built built on a false premise of ownership. If you want to live in fucking reality and commune with God, in my, in my experience, you have to be able to distinguish between lies, but then on top of that, other lies. Meaning someone steals your fucking car and you think that that story is fucking true? You are now three placements away from God. You think that there's a you. You think that something of yours got stolen. And you think there's ownership. Do you see how fucking layered and convoluted that is? There's none of that shit. It's all part of this fucking insane illusion that, once again, I love playing in. Yeah. But it can't possibly be fucking true. I see no evidence for it. Okay. You use the term ownership yeah yeah i use the term I, I just coined it stupid lonership i don't own anything everything 
is hey. on loan from God. It's a temporary thing that I am in. I'm caring for. Right. So somebody, when the Bible like, says that they're stealing your kids. Yeah. Well, hold on. I'm going to make it real personal. Okay. okay. Somebody's watching your kids. Yeah. Those are your kids. Yeah. Yep. Something happens to your kids under their watch. Yeah. You, you're going to feel some type of way. Yeah. Yeah. Those are your kids. You, 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 in a sense, own them, but you still don't. They're on loan from God. They're under your, um, they're under your care and your watchful eyes, your responsibility to take care of the things that are in your, in a sense, possession. Right. And yeah, we, we take that a little bit further, but this, this whole, this whole world's created. Everything's a created thing. So we, we have a responsibility to take care of things that are in our possession. And especially when they're loaned out to us, we should even be more careful with those things because they're not ours directly. We're just, borrowing them for a time. So my point so, is this, this is going yeah. back to the moral thing about what you were saying about um uh, um uh stealing versus uh uh stealing versus not stealing and right and wrong. If you when when I, it is never my place to say if someone is stealing without yeah, the without the acknowledgement that I'm living in, in 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 but my moral fiber on to to agree with you is I know when I'm stealing. Those yeah. rules in the Bible that say thou shall not steal, it is not my place to say to judge someone who goes into a bank and robs. But I know it's wrong for me. Well, here's, here's, but I do not yeah. know what the master has, the master plan has, and I don't know what's wrong for other people. And that's here's, where I, that's where I struggle with the uh, whole Let me simplify Christian it. Thing. Yeah. Let me really simplify yeah. it. You love your kids. I know you love your kids. You speak yeah. about it all the yeah. time. That's yeah. one, one of the reasons why I'd so become a vampire for my kids. I would do anything Absolutely. for my kids. Right. Would, yeah. I'm, your I'm calm, love for I'm your kids yeah. causes you to hate anything that would interfere with their progress in life. Yes. You love them so much that you hate other things. Yes. So it's bad. I know God, God loves truth so much that he hates lies. He loves Ooh, the I things like that. that he gets. He loves the things that he gifts you with. He loves yeah. his own creation so much that he hates anybody that destroys his creation. Yeah. So love and hate go hand in hand because he loves children. He hates abortion Right. because oh, he loves oh. the, the female form that he created. He hates anything that defiles it. Right. So right and wrong comes. He hates tattoos and piercings. I'm, I don't no. know that for a fact, but I'm no, you, yeah, you don't know that. <laughs> that was, I took that it too far. I took it too okay. far. That's okay. And here's the other reason we love you, Savon. Yeah. It's because, because you are honest and you're able to look yourself in the mirror. So I'm just trying to hold that mirror just a little bit closer All right. for a I moment. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. Hey, love you. Have love a great too. one. Thanks brother. Thanks All for right. your time. Bye. Yeah. Good, good, good call. Good call. All right. That's what I was thinking too. That's a real fucking Christian fishing for souls. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> you gotta save that for tomorrow. We kind of jumped around. I really God, I made like... five hundred dollars on the show on my birthday show. You guys gave me five hundred dollars. Dang. I know. That's cool. That's really fucking cool. That's crazy. Listen, you guys aren't gonna turn me into a Christian today. Listen, motherfuckers. I know this guy's gonna call and tell un try to unfuck me too. Go ahead. Go ahead. Who is this? Uh, Devon is Jimmy from Texas. What's up, man? Jimmy, what's up? Tell me what a piece of shit I am. Then unfuck me. <laughs> well, dude, I'm actually trying to save you. Okay, thank uh, you. By Sorry, not save talking me. about the stuff that's controversial. 
Okay. <laughs> Tell me, save me. Oh man, I just, uh, just wanted to kind of switch gears a little bit. Okay. Get back good. on the CrossFit. <laughs> uh, yeah, just kind of, that's what I said. I'm, I'm, I'm real, literally going to save you here. Thank you. You're welcome. So, oh, that kind of yesterday. save. Save you're saving me from getting saved. I, okay, that's the, the another level <laughs> save. A wad zombie collections trade donation for this service. Okay. Uh, yes, go ahead, brother. So, I was listening to y'all show last night. Um, y'all had a bunch of people on, and everybody was talking about the quarterfinals and how you know they think the field needs to be narrowed down or the filtering needs to be better from the open and the quarterfinals. And I definitely agree with that. I just more so wanted to play devil's advocate and get y'all's thoughts. Uh, at least to me, it makes sense. I don't know about everybody else, but you know, CrossFit itself is as much as it is a sport, and we love the sport of fitness. It's also a business too, and I think for the longest time, I, I competed way back in the day when regionals was still a thing. What's your, tell me your name again, Oak, Jimmy. Okay, what? Okay. From Texas. Okay, did I? Did we know each other, Jimmy? Have we met? I don't think we have. Okay, okay. But uh, I was the guy who called in about the um, about the occupational games. Uh, who was trying to get the occupational games to bigger stage? Wondering why it wasn't already, or why it wasn't made as big as big as a thing. And we had we had that chat over the phone. But uh, kind of back to what I was saying is, I think that people forget that CrossFit is a business. And way back in the day when I competed, uh, like the 2010, 2012 era when regionals was still a thing, you know, 99% of the people who competed in the open, their season was done if they didn't make it in the top 40 or the top 32 in the region or whatever it was. It bounced around for multiple years. And after that open fee, I think it was like 20 bucks, 25 bucks. That was it. And then really from there, the top 1% were really the only ones generating any type of revenue or income to CrossFit in the later stages of competition. So I think that as much as we want to see that field get narrowed now, I think that CrossFit as a business is thinking of ways to, you know, generate more revenue for themselves by taking a bigger fee in the open and taking a bigger fee in the quarterfinals and then having more money for whatever it is from a business perspective, maybe increasing the amount of money, uh, maybe increasing the amount of money that they have for prize pools or whatever. But I just think that people need to take that into consideration. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. And, and you know what, that, 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 that's perfect because that's what I was saying. Basically the games are fucking crazy expensive and they need sponsorship and they need money. And that, that, that was one of the cool things about when we had, they had like 17 regionals, which is crazy to think there used to be 17 fucking regionals. It would allow a lot of place um, for uh, um, sponsors. Yeah, I, I agree completely. Hey, do you agree with what that other caller said too, by the way, that um, uh, Adrian Bosman has kind of a, 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 added a lot of fire to the to the uh, event um, because we because we are kind of on the, on the edge of our seat wondering what he's going to program? What is that fucking noise in the background? <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm rubbing my penis and I don't have any lube, so it's a little... I've been rubbing... <laughs> Uh, I, I was going to say that I, I really it's think me that pulling off my cock ring. I left it on all night and it's so fucking tight that I'm just rolling it up the tip. One roll at a time. Hey, I, I respect that so much. I uh, know it's my captains of crush. It's my captains of crush. I'm doing it right by the microphone. 
goodness. Hey, I got to take the uh, kids to jujitsu. Uh, uh, I uh, we will be back here um, this afternoon. Uh, maybe uh, save the phone number, call in, and harass us then. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. good. All right, brother. Thank you for calling. Um, uh, Matt Souza, I will see you, uh, after the UFC, uh, fights tonight. I'm gonna take the kids to jiu-jitsu. Love you guys. Uh, another fucking amazing show. Thank you for all of you. Uh, so, someone said that, sent me a DM saying that they're praying for me. That's fucking crazy kind. Um, someone else tried to call and teach me about morals. That's cool. That so was really else, cool. Someone else I in like the comments said I'm 80% of the way there. But, um, uh, anyway, um, Believe it, no. That 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 Jamaican guy. That's not the last time we're going to hear from him. I'm not erasing that clip off my list. We will be uh, revisiting that brilliant, brilliant uh, explanation. All right, guys, love you. I will see all of you. Uh, uh, this I think 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time after the UFC fights. 5:30. Okay, 5:30. Even better. Uh, and Brian Friend will be here also, and and I believe Andrew Hiller and uh, Mr. Howell and, and maybe some others. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bye, Janelle. Bye, Audrey. Bye, Russ. Bye, Eric Weiss. Omaha, Kanejo. <laughs>